What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here. With a, I couldn't get the button right. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome, welcome to Monday Night Roski in the building. Monday Night Roski. All right, the longest running episodic program here on YouTube. Appreciate y'all for being here. We got a great show today. New reality TV show. There's a new reality TV show about 40-year-old women. Yes. And that's you. The strong and independent. The queens of the community. The strong and aggressive. The independent. Uh, the, the, most, the most successful women. The most educated women. There is a new show. I believe your boy Tay Diggs. The real Tay Diggs. Not the $2 Tay Diggs. They're going to go over with their passports and go over and get their groove back. <laughs> what the hell? Does this sound familiar? Oh, my goodness. D look, man. This is crazy. They just got done dissing the passport bros. They just got done, been out here slaying the passport bros all over the internet. <laughs> what in the world is going on? Yo, I tell you, man, the hypocrisy is at an all-time high. And what can you do these days, man? You can do no wrong. By the way, this show does not promote hate nor harm of any person based on their gender, relationship status, race, or class. All right? The goal of this show is to promote healthy choices specifically for men in lifestyle finances and also in their, um, I always forget this part because I can't see it on my side, right? But uh, healthy choices in what? Oh, in emotional relationships. Yes, that's what we're doing here. Uh, but shout out to you. Let me go ahead and roll that screen across the board because we got to deal with some other issues here. And the other issues are related to, unfortunately, a man has taken his life. He's deleted himself. Yes, let's go ahead and he's deleted himself. Uh, he did that early this morning, allegedly jumping off of a parking lot. Uh, the, if you ever been to Disneyland, it's a long tram ride over to this parking structure once you leave the park. So uh, really, uh, <laughs> really make time to get back to your car. Most of the time, your kids are going ape by this particular point. Oh, they want to act like they're sleeping on the tram ride. But allegedly jumping off of or falling off. And allegedly taking his life, he did leave a note on Facebook, social media. And the reason why he says he's doing it will not surprise you. Potentially a false alligator here, story here. And I find it kind of odd, and I know we will have people here joining us in a bit to tell us that it was his fault, not her fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. But regardless of who fault it is, you know, we have a definitely a, a potential false alligator here. Regardless of whose fault it is, this man crossed the line. This man did some shit that we keep warning you about. Of course, he's just one man, but we keep warning you. We keep warning you what steps not to take in order to get yourself into a situation where you want to be a sucker for love ass dude. Now, let me put this up right here. Let's go ahead and throw this up. Where is uh, where's the phone number here? Oh, here's the phone number here. I believe this is the phone number. Uh, nope, that's not that. Yeah, this is the phone number. If you or someone you know is affected by any of the issue re related or raised in this story, okay, 
call the National Self-Deletion Prevention Lifeline. And it says right here at 1-800-273-TALK or text crisis text line at 741-741. So just so you guys know, that's essentially what's going on here since we're delete, we're deleting, we're dealing with a heavy story. Of course, we're dealing with a story where a man loses his life in this over a relationship, despite the fact that keep people keep telling me, yeah, this isn't the only one. You actually look up this. Uh, we talked about this last week with the uh, deletion of JDF. All right. Or sorry, JDF, TJ, TJ. Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. I'm getting the name wrong. With the deletion of the Green Ranger. All right, I want to say his name is, hold on for a second. Why, why, don't, why, why don't I have his name up? Yeah, uh, JDF, I had it right the first time. Uh, with him, we covered that divorce is a direct link. There's a direct link between men taking them lives and divorce. So uh, we, can't, we can't let this go. And I'm going to give you a couple stories where women have done something similar and came back and blamed man. All right. And the men and everybody looks at the man like, how dare you do this? But in this case, in this case, we're going to say how dare you? he's going to leave a note and basically say what the woman did to him, why he did this. And of course, we do not encourage people to take this course of action. This is a selfish move. But he's going to say, hey, this is the situation. You know, I'm a goody two shoe. I don't never deal with these situations. I became a common criminal based on a relationship. Many men become common criminals based on a relationship with a woman, meaning a marriage or you impregnate a woman. You committed no crimes or you've never gotten caught committing a crime because we know that may be the case. You've never got caught committing a crime. And now you have to go through the court legal process and you might find that task daunting when you've never been in the legal system, especially being um, uh, that this is the charge. But this is what we got going on. This is what we got going on. So anyway. Some of us have committed crimes. We just haven't been caught. <laughs> All right. So we got to deal with that situation anyway. Let's get into the earlier contributors to today's show. Dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Coach Greg Adams TV on the Venmo. PayPal, paypal.me backslash coach Greg Adams. And that is linked to the top of the live chat. Also, you can go on the Notorious CGA channel over there and submit your super chat. And by the way, check this out. <laughs> if you didn't know, he says locals live show. Okay, let me see. Oh, oh, that's something else. If you didn't know, somebody was just notified that Rumble, Rumble, new, 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 new world order. CGA go to Rumble. CGA is now live streaming right now on Rumble. Holy moly. Did you ever think? New, 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 new world order. And yes, I'm not a follower, but uh, yeah, CGA, got to look out for myself. All right. So you are getting a simul, simul, simulcast. We're on Facebook Live. We're on YouTube, the Free Agent Lifestyle Live. We're on the Notorious CGA channel live, and we're live on Rumble right now. Let's get ready to Rumble. Wait a minute. That ain't it. Let's get ready to rumble. Anyway, shout out to the brothers that are over there. How many people are over there right now? Three. <laughs> Three people. Oh, there are 17 people watching me on Rumble. Hey, shout out to everybody. Put a one in the chat. Everybody over there on Rumble. If you wanted the link, I believe the link is in the live chat over there. You can, you can watch it either way. All right, shout out to you guys. No Twitch today. Twitch, I can't handle. I can't handle another platform but with that being due without further ado let's get to the earlier contributors to the days 
live stream. Crypto Keeper is in the building. He says, locals live stream is coach unfiltered. He says, y'all, it's just, he says, it's just better when you get the real deal. Yes, and on Rumble, you can get the real deal. And on local stream, you get the real deal in the building over there, unfiltered. And uh, you get me filtered over here. You get me filtered, and it still doesn't help me. They still be trying to come after the brothers. So I'll be like, yo, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not doing nothing. Why are you coming after a brother? And I'm just sitting there just, you know. Okay, so anyway, we got that going on over there. So shout out to you, Crypto Keeper. Um, even when I'm filtered, I'm still the number one, the most dangerous podcast here. And, of course, I forgot to do my introduction. You in here in the Desert Storm Buck over with the Bruce Wade of the King of Content, the King of Kings, and the Speaker of Truth, yours himself, yours true himself, Coach Alini, and the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, you in here, Thanos style. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? To me. All right. Shout out to y'all. Do me a favor. Hit that like button and we're going to get into some cash at business on the business end. What do we got over there? Who's ever there on the cash app? We got a brother couple here. No government name says contributing to the grifting fund. CGA beat grifting in the building. Yeah. Yeah. Beat grifting. Be grifting. Be grifting. Give money. Be grifting. Give money. Be grifting. Get money. All right. So my grift today is Rumble's getting the live stream on their live. And we got some brothers over there. Shout out to y'all. Appreciate y'all. All right. Shout out to Nashwick. He says another cryptocurrency billionaire deleted. Wait, that's the wrong one. All right, my man. That's four crypto billionaires done found their way out. So um, Ice Cube's song where he said, they deleted JFK in 63. So what the F do you think they do to me? Oh, my gosh, man. I mean, what a weird coincidence. I mean, would you call this a coincidence? <laughs> it's pretty weird. It's pretty weird that three, four cryptocurrency billionaires lost their life. What odd timing. Died suddenly is a thing. there. I mean, that's that's an incredible coincidence. Wow. Somebody says, where's the rumble page? All right, let's get ready to rumble. All right, you can look it up, man. They got to have a thing there that says Coach Greg Adams. Don't they got a search bar? Come on, bro. Mm. <laughs> All right, they got to have a search bar. All right, they got to have a search bar. Click, click, you mean, come on, come on, man. I, I, I put the link in the description box. Who else is in here? Rolos Pantene Hair Weave. We really appreciate Rolos Pantene Hair Weave uh, from back in here for another case of the, uh, the jealousies. There'll be some jealousy here again. Oh, now him go to him going to rumble. All right. I ain't going over there. I just went over there. I figured it out. <laughs> All right. I had one problem and I figured it out. I actually streamed over there before and uh, never even noticed I was streaming over there. Mm. All right. What do we got? XL Pro Services in the house for the coach gang in the building. Yes, indeed. Shout out to you. And let's get a little Venmo love in the building. All right. Who else is over there? Macaroni Tony? Got a couple more people in the building. All right. Uh, how many times did I say in the building that somebody's drunk? Shout out to no government name. He says, I'm still laughing at your $2 Terrence Trent Darby joke from this morning's live stream. How many people went and listened to some music that I suggested? I need to get in contact with some of these artists because nobody's listening to that ish until I bring it up. All right. Terrence Trent Darby, who was listening to that? Some of y'all went into your, uh, you know, Spotify or whatever and you, was listening to sign my name across my heart. I know you were. 
All right, so Terrence Trent Darby, you owe me $2 in the building. In the building. All right, shout out to the drinking game. In the building, drinking game. What else is going on? Oh, I got to check up on PayPal. Uh, the dictator says, I'm glad you're on Rumble, but it is difficult for me to watch the show at my job. <laughs> it's no big deal, brother. Don't 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 get fired from your job. Don't get fired from your job trying to watch CGA. And we got uh, A.D. Austin says, when it come, wait, what if they made a movie about seasoned men going to get their groove back at the junior college? Chaos would ensue. All kind of sign language and shaming language. And don't you know, whatever it is that they shame us from not doing, they're like, you shouldn't do this. They end up doing. Why is that, ladies? Ladies, you know good and damn well. You know good and damn well y'all be over there doing exactly, exactly what you tell us not to do. Listen, I have four stepsisters. I've lived with women. I've been married. I know good and damn well to not listen to what women tell us not to do. Because when the shoe is on the other foot, they're going to do it. And I'm going to give you a classic example of this. Let's just say you're in a relationship. And in this relationship, you're a good guy. You're the good man. You're such a good man. You're such a good man. And you'd be like, I'm such a good man. Thank you. Thank you for my no peace lead points. And what tends to happen is because you're a good man, you don't do things like you don't go out to nightclubs. You don't go out to uh, guys trips. You don't do any of these, these things. You don't cheat. You don't do any of these things. Right. And these things aren't necessarily cheating, but they're things that can lead to cheating. Right. You don't go out late night. You don't come home at two in the morning. You get married. You never come home at two in the morning. You always come home to your wife. Now you do this. You have kids to a certain extent and you were, you, you tell your wife, you know, I come home every day. I love you. All these things. Now what's going to happen is, after she has a couple of kids, she's going to start wanting to go to girls' nights out. And you're going to be like, well, um, wait a minute. Um, don't you think that's kind of weird for a woman, a mother, or a wife to go out shaking your ass and going to go rub on Johnson and have Johnson rubbed all over you? Don't you think that's a little weird to be going to a salami sausage fest to go out and party where you know good and damn well that these places are meat markets? Don't you think that's, you know, as a wife, no. And she'll be like, well, I don't see anything wrong with it. And you're going to be like, oh, okay, well, I see something wrong with it. I feel some sort of way. This is the good guy speaking because this isn't CGA speaking. I feel some kind of way for what you going out um, at these parties at nightclubs. I don't think married people should do something like that. Well, I think married people should do it and I'm going to do it. And I'm just going out with the girls and I'm not doing anything. So don't worry about it. And you're going, hmm, that's interesting. Well, I just want to bring it to your attention that since we've been married, I've never gone out to a nightclub. I've, I've never returned home two, three, four in the morning. I just want to let you know that I've done this as a sign of respect to you, as a sign of respect to you to make sure you know good and well where I'll be. And I've never done anything like that. And she was like, well, I appreciate that. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to do it. And you go, oh, wow. And then you start laying down the law. Well, that's not fair. I mean, I could have been out here fornicating. I could have been out here in these streets. I could have been out here at nightclubs, but I never did it. Don't you find that interesting? I never did it. And you know what she'll say? She's going to say, well, you should have. If you did it, I wouldn't have had any problem with it. And you'd be like, wait a minute. For 8, 9, 10, 15 years, I... I respected you enough as a husband to not do it. And your response is you should have did it. Mm. 
Now, you know, seven is in here. You know good and damn well that that's a lie. Because it's easy to say with revisionist history, with 2020 hindsight, it's easy to say what you wouldn't have got mad about me coming home at two, three, four in the morning. You know good and damn well she would have had a problem with it. But because you did it and now she wants to, she'll say, well, you should have did it. I would have never had a problem with it. And you're like, what? Oh, my God. you like, how dare you? Guys, that happens all the time. That happens all the time to men because we operate in a social contract where we are honoring the social contract. They work on hypocrisy, all right, where they'll call you. They'll call you names for doing something. But then when they do it, they're like, well, what's wrong with that? 40 year old women want to give their groove back. What's wrong with that? (laughs) So the hypocrisy is real. Never go with this. And guys, I listen. It don't matter if you're in a relationship. Your sisters will do this to you. Uh, if you have nieces and nephews, nieces, they'll do it to you. If you have female cousins, they'll do it to you. Granny will do it to your ass. Everybody going to do it to your ass. That's how women play the game. Yep, the gaslighting is own 9,000. It's a whole different game out here. And if you ain't prepared, you're going to get ran over. Shout out to you, my man. The double standard, it's a mess. It is a mess dealing with them. And we know, we know uh, that you should know the game at this particular point. Let's get into the first story. And the first story is going to be, uh, hey, nasty boys, nasty boys. Let's let's honor them. Oh, that's nasty. Nasty boys. We got one for y'all. We got one for y'all. And man, she's a doozy. You guys are going to love this one. Hold on for a second. Let me get my stream right. Oh, you know what I might have to do? Because StreamYard be bugging. StreamYard will change up some of their settings like overnight, and then you're not ready for it, and then you're like, what What? What? what the hell's going on here? All right, hold on for a second. Let me pull this down. Uh, Nasty boys, you guys going to love this one. This is going to be one for you. Let me just let me just get that out right now. Let's go ahead and put her up right here. Okay, there she is, right there. Woo-wee! Oh, the humanity. You guys are going to get it right here. Uh, let's go ahead and see if we can get this one a little bit larger on the screen. No pun intended. Share by little Duval. And um, let's see what she talking about in the building. Quick outfit of the day. Body suit fashion of the jeans, Target, the Birkins, Coach bag, and the sweaters. And the hair is fake. Woo! Oh, the humanity. Oh, man, my Lord. The hair is fake. Nasty boys in the building. Lord, Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Where do I sign up for this? Where do I sign up? Hey, let's sign y'all brothers up. Who taking one for the team, my brothers? Somebody didn't set off the alarm and all that. Quick outfit of the day. Outfit of the day. Body suit fashion of the jeans, Target, the Birkins, Coach bag, and the sweaters. And the hair is fake. The hair is fake. Quick outfit of the day. This guy, is this a man? Body suit fashion of the jeans. I can't tell if he's a man. The Birkins. Coach bag. And the sweaters. And the hair. Oh, Jesus. I can't tell. I can't tell at all. But nasty boys. You super duper nasty. You super duper nasty if y'all want a piece of that. You can get a piece of my love. 
is waiting for you. Girl, it, I can't. There's no fashion over on that. There ain't nothing fashion over about none of that. Oh, my goodness. You know, some people just have uh, you just can't. You know, they be dealing with some issues here. All right, nasty boys. I hope you guys are ready for Tuesday. You got one inviting right there. All right, to invite. Uh, where were Amy Flatback and TJ Holmes, which sounds like a prawn name to me? Why were they missing? Why were Amy and TJ Holmes missing from Good Morning America 3? If you saw my stream at the end of last week on Friday, we revealed, and of course, this was news that um TJ TJ Holmes, you know, two dollar. Terrence Trent Darby without the dreadlocks and Amy stock factory issue flatback. All right. It revealed they're having a fair right here. So what happened was they came back initial off the initial rumors. They appeared on the show all through Friday, but here it is Monday and they were nowhere to be found. And uh, let's go ahead and get an update with the original story by TMZ. It says the hump and there they are jogging. And uh, we talked about all women cheat and the way they cheat. They normally cheat with somebody else that is close to them, right? The work husband or something like that. All right. But it says right here, the honchos over at ABC have made a decision to take Amy Flatback and TJ Pronstar Holmes off the air, calling the couple's relationship a distraction with next steps to be sorted out by executives. Uh Uh-oh. Sounds like they might lose their job or at least disappear from TV for a little bit. They had an easy job. How much were they making on this job? They had to be making a million dollars on this job. It says right here, sources at ABC tell TMZ, ABC's news president, Kim Godwin, made the announcement during an editorial call Monday morning, calling the situation an internal and an external distraction. Now, for people who might look at this situation and say, there's nothing wrong with it, or there's, let's just say you take the, the side that there's something wrong with it, but you found something wrong with the Emmy Yudoka situation, That would be somewhat hypocritical. If you say there's nothing wrong with this, but you also find fault in the Me Too movement, you can't have two things be, you can't have those things be in agreement because the Me Too movement and the the HR department highly suggest that you do not do this. Even though it's consensual, it's going to open up a can of worms. And I'm going to tell you where potentially TJ Holmes is going to find his ass in hot water. I'm going to tell you where he's going to find his ass on in hot water and it's going to come up here next let's go back to the story here that's it uh it says right here it says right here kim also said the decision wasn't easy and not a violation of company policy she added and also she says and so i want to say that while that relationship is not a violation of company policy i have really taken the last few days to think about and work through what I think is the best decision for the ABC's news organization. So it's not a violation of company policy. You can fornicate with your co-hosts or your co-workers as long as it's laterally and they consent. Says right here, she continued, there is, this is something I'm not going to talk. This is something I'm not going to talk. We're not going to talk about on this call until there is more to be said, which there will be. I'm asking that we stop the whispering in the hallways. You know, we can't operate with gossip and speculation and rumors. We need to stay focused at work. Yes, we got to stay focused. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. All right. Adding, if there, uh, if you're there, wait, if you think there is something that management needs to know, you can always call the human resource department or, as we said, talk to a manager that you trust. If you think there is something that we need to know, 
The decision comes less than a week after the public found out that the co-workers were dating. Daily Mail published a set of photo, flirty photos in the two spending time throughout New York, and he was grabbing her ass. All right, and all of that stuff. And then whether or not Amy or TJ said much about their relationship on air, they seemingly joked about all the attention it generated during Friday's broadcast when TJ said he just wanted the week to keep going, and Amy said she was ready for the weekend. What? You were ready for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Yeah, you was. she was ready for the weekend, Ninja. <laughs> TJ, all right, we don't care about all of this. Um, Let's see here. You, they both were married and whatnot. Check this out, though. Check this out, TJ. TJ. TJ, allegedly, and this is December 22nd. I'm going to say allegedly, but the news reporting agencies are reporting this. This is a, according to page six. TJ Holmes cheated on his wife with a GMA producer before his affair with Amy Flatback. Now, you got to say, uh-oh, uh-oh, brother TJ, this is not good. And I'm wondering if it was a male or a female producer. TJ been getting busy. He been slanging that thing. You send me slanging. Hey, ladies. You want the good men with good jobs? He's going to exercise his options. It ain't like the good man ain't slinging Johnson around. He's allegedly a good man, and he's slinging Johnson, okay? He's too busy at his job slinging Johnson to focus on his job. You have one job. I could focus on my career. TJ, you knocking down all the 304s at your job, and this is where it's going to be problematic because let's just say, let's just say him and Amy Flatback were cool. With the information, with the relationship. They allegedly were cool. However, what if Amy Flatback did not know about this producer? See, what if she didn't know about the producer and she just assumed that she was the only one? This is usually what gets you in trouble, gentlemen. It is not the alleged relationship. It is something else that might get you in trouble, meaning you had a crush on the friend, the friend had a crush on you, or the friend wishes that you were... Uh, you were, she was having the affair and she set you up or you were the person, she was the intermediary or you were piping down several other women at the job. Now, all of a sudden you could be potentially looking at Amy Flatback doing a heel turn on TJ Holmes. And that's going to be the problem. Mm. See, that's where he's going to have trouble because if she does a heel turn, he's going to be out, out there left swinging. And we know they love to have a brother out there swinging. She's going to play the damsel in distress. She's going to go, how dare you? She's going to call HR and was like, yeah, you know, we we had a consensual relationship. But based on what I know now, he seems like a super predator. Mm. He seems like a super predator. Let's read this alleged affair before TJ Pronstar Holmes. TJ Holmes. Now, your name sounds like a Pronstar name. <laughs> All right. Let's see if we can pull this up. He sounds like a Pronstar name. All right, let's get to the let's get to the story. This is all alleged. Before his relationship started with the GMA3 co-anchor Amy Robach, he had a three-year affair with married Good Morning America producer Natasha Singh that started in 2016. Lord have mercy. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> so he had a three-year side chick. I wonder if Amy knew this is going to be key. It says right here, multiple sources told Page Six the cheating duo confided in Robot about the infidelity, so she knew. Oh, mm. that's even worse. So now it's appear it's apparent that 
Amy knew about the relationship. And that's when Amy knew. That's when Amy knew he's fair game. He's fair game. Oh, you piping down? She might have used it. I know you piping down. What's her name? What's the other girl's name? Her other girl's name is Natasha. All right. I know you piping down Natasha. You want a little piece of this action? I know you like them Indian girls, them Eastern Indian girls. You like a little vanilla in your life. You like a little cream in your coffee. You like a little pink in your toes. You like a little flush skin. You like a little blush on your chest, on her chest. You like some liver spots in here. You like an older white thing. I got that peach. I got that peach. He was like, yeah, I want you to slang that thing to me. He was like, you want to put some on it too? I'll put some on that too. All right, what else is it right here? Amy was the person they went to talk to about their affair and marriage. Boy, it says right here, another source disputed that Robach was their confidant and insisted she didn't know about the affair until it was in the final stages. They told her about it right at the end. That's a lie. That's a lie. Mm, nope. That's a lie. You know that's a flat out lie. Um, uh, their affair started off long distance with Holmes based in New York and Singh working as a producer for the show from Los Angeles. Holmes was just a GMA correspondent at the time and were told they'd meet up for romps during his travels. <laughs> oh my goodness, Lord have mercy. Man, women are probably going ape right now. Oh, we got a picture of her. Says right here, Singh, who is also a yoga teacher and a mediator. And she's a producer. She got 50, 11 jobs. She's a yoga teacher and mediator. She left the show in 2018 and moved to New York, where she started working as a producer for C uh, CBS Mornings. That's when she and Holmes started spending even more time together. All right. So there she is right there. Uh, yeah, she got a little. That's a filter on there, but uh, not too bad. Not too bad. You know, she got this little, you know, thing on her shoulder. I don't know what that is. Uh, do we have a second picture? Uh, this, oh, this was a little bit worse. That filter ain't working for you, baby. Oh, my goodness. It says right here. <laughs> I just read a super chat. Oh, my goodness. He, uh, she fell in love with him. She fell in love with him. He had a key to her apartment. Another insider told her. He had a key. He had a key to her apartment. Oh, that's all of them together. That's Amy Flatback. And then they're seeing right there. Yeah, but she got the dark circles around her eyes. She definitely Eastern Indian. Maybe having them dark circles. What's going on there? Is that genetic or what? I don't know what that is. Singh told us no comment when we reached out. Holmes' wife, uh, Mary Lee, whatever her last name is, found out about the affair in 2019 after discovering several emails we've been told. Wow. This sister put up. Where's that sister at? This put There she is right there. God dang. Hey, you can cheat on your wife. You can cheat on your wife. So apparently she found out in 2019 he was cheating and in 2022. I bet you, how, how much you bet? How much you bet they stay? How much you bet they stay together? How much you bet? That's unbelievable. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, do never cheat this close to your house. Is she always going to find out? It says right here, as uh, and as rumors swirled around uh, Holmes's and Robot, Mary Lee never considered Amy she never considered Amy because she was focusing on Natasha. He had her in the Jedi mind trick. She never thought about him cheating with Amy because they were friends. That's a, 
Amy's daughter was their daughter's babysitter. Mm. So he banging the babysitter. Uh-oh, you need to check on Amy. You need to check on Amy's daughter. You need to check on Amy's daughter. <laughs> Jesus. Amy's daughter was was TJ TJ's babysitter. Oh, this is going to get bad. This is going to get bad. Holmes ended the affair and the couple started working to reconcile their marriage through the pandemic. Robach, however, remained friends with Singh and it angered um it angered the wife of TJ because she would see photos on them on Instagram and she didn't understand how they how their friend and her husband co-host could remain friends with the woman who tried to break up their marriage. Wow, it is always the ones close to you. Amy's deceitful, brother. Singh's friendship with Robot, however, soured earlier this year. Oh, they broke up. Boy, women can't stay friends. So if you're if you're keeping tabs, if you're keeping tabs, all right, TJ clapped ain't TJ clapped the Indian woman. Then the Indian woman was friends confided in to Amy, the white woman. Then Amy and then and then um, TJ, it was revealed TJ was having the affair with the Indian woman. But the TJ's wife was mad that the Indian woman and Amy were still friends. And then the Indian woman moved and Amy was clapping cheeks of TJ. <laughs> This brother had, yeah, he had the black man's dream. This brother had black man kryptonite. He woke up every day. Woo! Worn the hell out. <laughs> My goodness, he couldn't even keep up with this shit. And guess what? Yeah, I'm going to tell you. Women always would be like, if I find out my husband's friend was cheating, I would tell. Here you got three women involved. Oh, by the way, and then. And then, um, yeah, anyway, there was a whole bunch of that. And then then TJ's wife is not friends with Amy anymore. And then Amy's not friends with the Indian woman. Now, in the, now Amy and the Indian woman aren't friends when they were friends and they were sharing a mate. Women can't keep no friends. This is crazy. It says right here. Let me see. What do we got going on? It says right here, Singh's friendship with Robot, however, soured earlier that year. Um, um, and it says right here around spring because Amy was so close to TJ. There it is. Amy moved in on on the Indian woman's man, which was the black woman's real man. <laughs> okay. All right. What is this? It wasn't until the summer that TJ's wife grew suspicious of Robot because they started seeming um seeming closer than colleagues. Multiple sources told us that Holmes and Robot would have random meetings during the day and hit the pub to have drinks with each other. Still, Holmes and his wife were fully together in August and even celebrated his birthday with a trip to the Bahamas. It was there that uh, TJ's wife discovered a birthday card from Amy that was too personal, and it brought back the old Natasha drama. She couldn't trust him no more, said the third source. GMA, wow, this is crazy. Mm. This is an absolute mess. Women are going crazy right now. They can't trust you ninjas. Shout out to him. Um, and it's all going to come to an end. Hopefully, if he does lose his job, he's got to figure out another way to try to get hired. He could get blackballed like Emi Yadoka. You know what I mean? If he was a white dude, what if this was a white dude? You know for sure he'd get fired. Right? And people are going to say no. What about Matt Lauer? Matt Lauer did somewhat the same thing. 
All right, Matt Lauer essentially was doing the same thing, although Matt Lauer was essentially the executive producer of the show. I believe it was the NBC show today. Um, he was essentially a higher up. He was essentially had the authority over the women. So they then they tried to claim sexual harassment. I actually knew one of the women who was one of a uh, Matt Lauer's accusers. Yeah, I know one of them personally. So interesting. Shout out to TJ. Uh, very dastardly deeds you're doing out there. How dare you? Guys, keep it. Keep it. <laughs> keep it. He said, Coach Shuffling. If that was if that was a white dude, he'd be out of there. But they got to handle TJ with kid gloves because it's kind of like the Emmy Yudoka situation. It's going to create a it's going to create another conversation. They're going to be like, well, why he loses his job? Um, they're going to say, why did T, why did TJ lose his job and not Amy? They got to watch out for that. You know, good and damn well, they got to watch out for that, because if they fire TJ, which he's already had affairs with two women and then Amy goes in there and throws him under the bus and Amy keeps her job, it's going to be a racism claim. Ninja's going to be mad as hell. Somebody said the guy on Morning Joe kept his job. All right, shout out to the Morning Joe guy. I don't know who that is. Is the name Joe? That sounds like some liberal shit. I ain't watching that shit. <laughs> Morning Joe. All right, hold on for a second. Let me check uh, PayPal. AD Austin says the government basically doesn't want men to ever have fun. Bachelor tax, child support, men with excess... Excess money become monks and keep life simple. And they also become a part of the passport game or they travel. They travel. The most dangerous man is the, the single man. All right. They'll tell you you're going to die early and you're like, well, but at least I will have lived a life. You know what I mean? You're going to die. You could die in an accident. You're going to die alone. Okay. And Joe Scarborough, Joe Scarborough morning, Joe. I didn't know he had allegations, but you know, who was he banging out? Who was he banging out? Was he banging out uh, 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 that damn, what's that, what's that, what's that female host on MSNBC? She looked like a dude and she looked fine as hell back in the day. She looked like a flat back. What was her name? What's the girl's name? You know me, I don't know names. But she's the liberal host and she looked like, uh, you know, you know who I'm talking to. She like the alphabet soup guy. She's alphabet. All right, hold on for a second. Oh, he married the girl. He married the girl he was having an affair with. So that'll save it. So that, that, that'll save your that'll save your career. That's going to save your career. He married her. So I could focus on my career. Now, Rachel Maddow, that's who I'm talking about. Hold on for a second. Rachel Maddow. He was banging her? Rachel Maddow? For MSNBC. He was bringing Rachel Maddow? Where, where's the pictures of her? She didn't clean it off the internet. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, here it is. This is one of those things they say, this is what feminism does to women. All right. <laughs> this is what feminism does to women. Rachel Battle. Look, yo, you cannot tell me that's the same person, bro. How? Man. Like, how do, how do, bro, I don't even know how you could do that. That's crazy. That's the same person right there. Same person. Oh, man, you can really change up and switch up out here. A brother can't switch up. <laughs> he said, that's a dude, bro. Look, no, that's what I'm telling you. Like, this is the same person. Like, this is what happens when you get raging liberal. You know what I mean? It's an incremental change. You know what I mean? First, you cut your hair off. Then you cut it shorter, cut it shorter. Then you start wearing blazers and ear 
you start getting the nose ring and, and five earrings on the ear. It just progressively liberalism changes you. Liberalism definitely changes you. Feminism definitely changes you. You can't deny it, but I'm sure she's happy with where she stands. And by the way, she looked like she can uh she can run a she can run the 100 meters in 12.6 seconds. Right here, she definitely looked like she can run some 100 meters on your ass. Look at them trapezius muscles. Right? This was one of the deadlifters at your school. All right, she was the one in the firefighter training program. Did he, was was uh was Morning Joe banging uh Rachel Maddow? I don't know. Somebody needs to confirm. <laughs> Somebody says, I'm turning into a boomer. I, I don't know you can, how you can turn into a boomer. Don't you have to be born in the generation? Or is this just y'all just going to say boomers, anyone who's old? Yeah. I just can't remember names. I'm just not. I draw a blank. I draw a blank on names. I just. I never was one to even just like, I don't even. Anyway. It's something that I can work on. But names just never have been. I remember faces, though. Don't ever think I'm going to forget your face. You know what some people do? They'll act like they, you know, you know them from a, a previous time. Like, let's say, for instance, you were in high school together and then you ended up at college campus together. And then they walk by you like they don't know you. And I'd be like, nah, don't do that to me. I know your face. I got your face down pat. Matter of fact, I probably know how saggy your booty is and how soggy your titties is. I know, I know where your birthmarks are. I didn't see you. Don't act like you don't know me and walk by me. Now, I might not know your name, <laughs> all right? I might not be able to know your name. I might not even know where to place you. Like, I know your ass. Like, I seen your ass over here. Now I seen you over here, and I might not remember where I seen you, what context I saw you in. But I know I saw your ass before. <laughs> That's how I work. I'm very visual. So let's say, for instance, you work at the bank. Then I see you at the grocery store. I'll be like, okay, um, I know I don't know you from the grocery store because this is out of context. But I know I know you from somewhere. And they'd be like, yes, you're Mr. So-and-so from the bank. And I'm like, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, I knew. So don't walk by me and think, oh, maybe you forgot who I was. I definitely know you. All right. But I don't know your name. <laughs> I can recall who the hell you are. But I'll never remember your name. Even famous people, I'll be like, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I won't remember the context either. I was like, I know you from so, I, I'm at your job. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let me see here. Oh, did I get the super chats? Let me do some super chats. We got an interesting one here. Shout out to, who is this in here? The dictator says, um, I'm glad you were on Rumble, but it's difficult for me to watch. And uh, Teron Adam says, got my CDL free agent for life. You ready? The dictator, oh, the humanity oh, out the here. Humanity. She got your bag, coach. <laughs> she does got my bag. Speaking my mind, another, he says, another killing the hits by CGA brought to you by Grifting Records. Better than Cadillac Records on the building. Um, marriage is a beta move, says CGA. What do you think about Anthony Johnson finally showing that Donovan's girlfriend is a single mother? Please tell me you're finally going to stop associating with him. Associating with Anthony Johnson for making a video about Donovan's girlfriend being a single mother. Like, I give a damn about that anyway. By the way, it's an old video. He just reposted it on another channel. <laughs> it's the same video. So he didn't finally do anything. He just reposted the video to another channel. 
That's number one. Number two, I stay out of grown man's business. I really don't give a damn unless this has context to the show. But I don't think you should be casting aspersions of who I associate with. And I have no dealings with them. Them are two grown ass men. If they want to duke it out, unless they want to count me in on the money, why do I give a damn? <laughs> Let them grow, man. Look, I ain't in for no soap opera in the manosphere. So if you don't want to associate with me because you think I'm associating with people behind the scenes, well, that ain't my fault. But who gives a damn? I don't give a damn about none of that. Look, you think I lose sleep over what them brothers are doing? They at each other's neck. Now, if they want to do what? If they want to have a boxing match, let's have a boxing match. But I'm one to say Manosphere drama is lame. Unless you're talking about, <laughs> unless you're talking about the jealousy candy. But yeah, man, that's lame. That's lame. Cutting videos on each other to me is whack. <laughs> Cutting videos to me is whack. Like if you're in the Manosphere, you cut a video on the dude. That's lame. That's one of the lamest things you could do. Like I get it. You can put in your stream and you can insinuate and you can, you know what I mean? Sneak this. Okay, that's fair. Or you can say you have an agreement with this person. But to me, either way, cutting videos on people are lame in the Manosphere. You know why? I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. And I did it once. But I'm going to tell you why. Because we all know each other, number one. We know each other behind the scenes. We're one phone call away. We're one phone call away. And we're one hop on the stream and let's discuss away. Back in the day. Back in the day. You used to be able to, you never knew anybody, right? You never met them in person. They was just a person. You never be able to get their phone number. So the only way you can do it was either mess with them in the comment section or, or um, get in their live chat and interfere or troll. Now, let me tell y'all, behind the scenes, all the, all the top dogs and even the new top dogs, the new top dogs are now ingratiating and we're getting to know them. I can't really name all the new people because you kind of get caught up in your stuff. But shout out to the new people. But some of the old people, we're a phone call away. All you got to do is ask the right person for the right number and you can get that dude on the phone. Not only that, you probably near live near one of them. You probably live near within a drive of three hours or less and you can get it going and thumping real quick if you really had some issue. You could get it on and popping. I see two dudes, consecrators from Philadelphia beefing. I'm like, y'all, y'all, y'all are driving distance away. Y'all driving distance away. Y'all can get it thumping real quick, or y'all can get this shit handled out like men real quick. But we phone calls away. Matter of fact, there's two consecrators that they're intermediaries to everybody. They're intermediaries. There, there should be no situation where a consecrator says, says, I couldn't get a hold of them, so I cut a video. Not in the not in this manosphere. The old days, yes. But for somebody to cut a video on somebody and expose, you don't need that. You don't need that. There's two people that can get it going right now that got everybody number. And that I know of. And number one, that's Donovan Sharp. Okay. And number two. George Bruno. And somebody said maybe O'Shea, right? So I don't know. I, but I don't, he definitely doesn't have my number. He be, would be one. But if anybody ever wanted to get in contact with me, you contact them two dudes and they for sure got the number. And Anthony Johnson's probably another one. He got everybody number. <laughs> okay. So look, let me just tell you forget the drama promos, forget all the chest dumping in the manosphere. We're all a phone call away. We're all a hey, link up and jump on this stream. Donovan hit me up yesterday. I was at the radio game. Hey, he was like, link up, jump on this stream real quick. 
So I, I, otherwise, this is just drama bullshit that nobody wants to resolve and they just want to be the big dog. But uh, if you wanted to get it on and thumping or you wanted to get somebody to pop on the stream and say, hey, let's finally debate this shit out instead of cutting videos on each other, it could be easily done. Easily. And the fact that they won't do it showed you the cowardice of whoever that person is. So there's no more. To me, any drama is pointless in the manosphere, any of them. And I know this person might be the person that's making some sort of uh, exposed videos, but everybody in the manosphere is a phone call away. Minister Jap can get me on just like that. So can Mr. Palmer. So can Donovan. So can George. George calls me all the time. He cutting somebody here. He was like, I got a big fan of yours. We hop on and link up just like that. Just like that. Otherwise, it's just about clout chasing. That's it. Now, don't rush me. Don't rush me. <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there because the person that does that typically makes some of these um, cut up videos. All right. They make the last person that made a cut up video related to that did the same thing. And then they use my ed answer as a edited video. OK, so anyway, just so you know. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Teddy KGB. He says, Junior College Maria, who kept coming into my office with non-business conversation, it made me uncomfortable, and I told her boss she soon after quit, and I found my assistant was smashing her, and she was trying to monkey branch. There's another situation there. Okay, there's another situation right there. So a lot of times, guys, girls work under the cover of they do mess with men at their job. They mess with men at their job all day long. And then you you get her. This is another prime example. You get her and she choosing you. And you're like, coach, what should I do? What should I do? Should I choose on her? She's choosing me. But you don't realize she already screwing her manager or her boss. Okay. So you guys got to watch out for women who do this. If they're willing to sleep with you at the job, you're not the only one. They sleep with other guys at the job too. And that's how it's going to create a mess when the shit happens and you choose on her blue bag and tj holmes is in them streets knocking down everything respect in these streets viewer discretionary affairs real question here coach why do black women get bad at black men for choosing to be in a relationship with women of other races i just need to know oh man this that topic is yeah that topic is very much been talked about and discussed and obviously it's interesting. The same conversation is being had that they don't care about us. They can do bad by themselves. They don't need us. They need a man like a fish needs a bicycle. They can do all bad by themselves. But as soon as you start choosing, some of them care. Some of them don't. But it's the successful men. You're stealing all our men. Yeah, that type of thing goes on. Because they belong to you. Do you don't realize you are a prisoner of the black woman? TJ Holmes, reprehensible. Shout out to Blue Baggins. He said it's reprehensible. Speaking my mind, first it was John Holmes. Now it's TJ Holmes, the prawn star. And apparently, apparently, he's blowing backs out. And I'm sure he, he, he don't have no black women. He Oh, well, he has the wife black. He had 31 flavors around there. Shout out to TJ Holmes out here working it and twerking it, slanging that John. Dr. Thunder says, check this out. Check this out. All right, shout out to Dr. Thunder. Oatmeal Danny. $5 rice fund for Kaylee, but no meat. <laughs> you! Is it woo? Who thinks black women are insecure? I, do I need to do another race show? You know, breaking down the races of women. Um, I've done all 31 flavors, and I'm back for like my second scoop. 
I'm trying to think of a race of women or a, a nation national nationality woman of women that I haven't been with. But I've been with almost damn near. Yes, I've been in these streets. In these streets. Now, there's probably some that I, you know, smaller countries, but yeah, I pretty much. I've been around the world and I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody said do that show again. Maybe we'll do it. The heat is on CGA right now. But um, with, when it comes to when it comes to black women, they are the most insecure. In regards to in relation to how secure they position themselves to be right. But a Kaylee is extremely insecure herself, but she comes off as insecure. She will admit her insecurity. She don't have the guts to come out here and thump her chest. Anytime you do see one thumping her chest, all right, you you get thrown off. You'd be like, wow, oh, she really believes in herself. But don't get it twisted. She'd be crying at home by herself. Right? That Kaylee, there's no, there's not, there's no such thing as a secure Kaylee. They always thinking about where they are in position in life. They have the princess, they have the princess. Uh, mentality they all believe they should be the princess at the end of the game all right and they cannot they not cannot understand why they get didn't get chosen amongst the 60 percent of the population like they not dropping they it's a mess <laughs> but but when it comes to black women out in the street they be out there thumping their chest when they go home they be crying out they be crying when they go home they be crying they be listening to keisha coles and mary j blige all right they be crying and they be crying at home <laughs> but you'll never see her crying. The only time you'll see her crying is if she's trying to beat up somebody. <laughs> she trying to beat up somebody. She be crying. All right. But during the, but, but during the, but during the day, that woman's strong and she's secure. Anyway, Mary J. Blige's a repeat. Oh, man. Shout out to C-Dubs. He says, TJ been out there slanging that PBC all over ABC. You must stay focused, gentlemen. Let's get to the next story. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Anybody that has a black mother knows that women be crying. Yep. They be crying. They, they really don't know. They don't really know how to get out of their own way. Ladies, if you want to join, if you want to join CGA on this journey, the biggest piece of advice that I'm going to give you, and you'll never follow it, so it's just wasted breath. But if you want to, you know, donate feet pictures, nah, we're going to have to have light feet. We're going to have to have live feet auditions. Ladies, the biggest problem that women have, and particularly women in the community, is you can't get out of your own way. Can't get out of your own way. All right, I read a book by one uh, famous coach. His name is John Calipari. And one of the books part of, is you got to get out of your own way. You're in your own way. And this is it. Life advice for men. Get out of your own way. You're in You're You're the problem. You're the roadblock. You're the one preventing yourself from getting to the next point. Whatever that is. Happiness, riches, success and relationships and one. You're you're the one in your own way and they can't get out. And no, not only that, they will have another group of women look just like them. Sabotage. They'll they'll they're wonderfully sabotage each other all together. It's sad. It's sad to see. And for people, listen, listen, the scoreboard is the scoreboard. The scoreboard is the scoreboard. I don't want to hear about um, we're still successful at shit. No, I mean, you're still losing. The game is still being lost. The best way to do it is get out of your own way. You got to recognize the scoreboard. You're taking an L. 
You're taking a public L, a public ass whipping. You done whipped up a whole, a whole public can of ass whooping on a daily basis. And then y'all want to, people want to shift the blame back and forth between the black men and the black woman. It's actually sad and reprehensible. But with that being said, I don't know how you can get your ass whooped on a daily basis and still not make no corrections. <laughs> you go in the locker room down 28 to three and y'all come in there. We playing the game right though. We ain't gonna make no corrections. We doing it right. Just keep going out there playing the exact same way. This is the scoreboard. <laughs> down 50, 11 points. Hold up. Hey, this is the evening show. We get a little sidetracked. This is the score. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Put the scoreboard up. This is the scoreboard at halftime. And they literally be like, you know what? It ain't our fault. <laughs> it's the referees. It's the home field advantage. It's the, it's the media. It's the lights. It's the camera. All right. It's the other team. The other team doing it wrong. The other team doing it wrong. They literally, what, what are we going to do to make a correction? Absolutely nothing. We doing it right, sisters. Just keep doing it this way. <laughs> and then after the game, they be so like, it ain't my fault. They be drinking a beer, lighting up a cigar. It ain't us. Everything crashing around you. Coaches getting fired. They be like, hey, we ain't making no changes. We good. They blowing up like a busted Bill Bear biscuit can. They trying to beat up the referees. All right. They sons kicking the referees in the, in the shin. They're like, hey, it don't matter. We'll come out and lose tomorrow. <laughs> All right, let me stop. It's a total, total disaster. It's a shit show to watch. And I'll be watching from the outside in so I could tell. Let's get to the next point here. Hey, man, fun, fun times here. Who thinks I'm lying? Amaranth gets a simp to allegedly give her $70,000. Boy, oh boy, life on easy mode. I got money. Life on the easy mode. Let's go ahead and see if we can pull that story up. And I might have to drop the lyrics down here. All right. Let's see. Oh, nope, that ain't the one. And let's see if I got it. Life on easy mode. This is a, I did a story on this woman, this young lady, Amaranth. She was the one who got into the domestic dispute with her boyfriend on live Twitch. And she recorded it and played the damsel in distress. Who remembers that stream? And she was like, why are you doing? She started crying and she was setting him up. And then he finally found out he was recorded. Well, this is Amaranth. And then this, this is allegedly a fan box, a box of stuff sent by a fan. Let's go ahead and play the film. A taser, an iPhone. This is so strange. Is this a YouTuber who's like trying to pull a prank on me or some shit? 20000 Oh, another ten thousand, thirty thousand dollars. These are the fives, the tens. What the actual fuck? This has this has to be a, either a YouTuber. Or the second part of the letter is. All right, there she is, legs busted wide open. All right, uh, for her to be making all this money, her apartment is little. Her bedroom is I don't know, man. Shit. Anyway, uh, there she is, legs wide open. This is Amaranth. She's gonna read the letter. I have provided a few defense essentials and some cash to ensure that no amount of financial tampering can hinder your resolution. Lastly, I've included a new phone. All you have to do is activate the service. The plan is active and prepaid. No one except you will know the number. If it suits you, feel free to enter these two numbers. And he gave me the number of bodyguards. So this is the number of a private security company I have on retainer. You can call them in the event of an emergency if the other contents of the bag are insufficient. 
I have a payment source lined up already, so the cost is already taken care of. And then he gave me his number. This is my personal number. If you ever need anything at all, do not hesitate to ask. You know what he want. I got money. He definitely wants you to slide up and down his pole. But continuing. Happy trails to you until we connect again. And that's it in the letter. There's not like a creepy run away with me. Please marry me like there normally is. Let me smash. No. Trust me, ma'am. This is a let me smash moment. She's deluding herself. Well, you just gave it. This is like that Ashanti thing that I talked about. Oh, thank you for the thank you for the free uh, production. Oh, you want something from this? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? So here it is here. Oh, it wasn't a creepy vibe. He didn't want anything. He just wanted to give me free money. None of that. Let me suck on them toes. It's like a, it's like a, just a, suck like, on toes. A, a letter. It's like, here's your stuff. Have, have a good life. Man, women are delusional, bruh. There is a future payout you're going to have to make. You're going to have to pay that back. That's, he's going to come with a receipt. Trust me. He's going to come with a receipt. And when he comes with a receipt, I don't want to hear that he's a slimy creep. Is he a simp? Is he a goofball? Yes. I mean, I don't think I would ever send no strange. Well, listen, I know I would never see no strange. I don't care how rich I am. No $70,000. Oh, that was the end of the video. So do you believe this video? Do you believe that this is uh, somewhat true? Do you they believe? I don't know, because they would do anything. I mean, there's the cash right there. There's the letters. Pretty elaborate for her to come up with that. I don't know if she's smart enough. Do you believe that a simp did that? Do you believe that a simp would do that? Why would he do that? That's the question. Why would he, why would he send her $70,000? And I know a lot of women are going, wait a minute. And guys, this again, I know people are like, well, that's just her. This again shows you where the dating, where the marketplace is going for women. Because women are going, wait a minute. Now, this is a basic Becky, right? This is a basic stock factory issue Becky. I mean, there's nothing incredibly unique about her. She's not ugly. I don't know what she looks like without the makeup. I think I did put up a picture of what she looked like without the makeup. Pretty basic. She's basic. Nothing special. Nothing to write home about. But if a woman thinks she's better looking than her, she's going to look at this and go, what am I doing? There's always going to cross their mind like, hold up. Hold up, man. I go to work every day. I'm your lover and your secretary. I got to. <laughs> I got to do something going on here. I ain't out here struggling for nothing. This is when they think about monetizing themselves. So you hear the elaborate stories about a lot of women doing this, but most women that go out there, they they fall flat on their face. And I've actually seen this way too many times. I know women who created OnlyFans, who went on Instagram, who try to build audiences. They don't realize how tough it is. They don't realize how much work you have to do. This is why, in my opinion, dealing with renegades and dealing with these little modern-day normies that are out here trying to dip their toe in the pay-for-play game, I now know, I now know, somebody says Stop Factory issue, she's an eight. Well, go ahead and have her. I don't care. <laughs> I already know, man. Look, I where I'm from, there's a lot of those. And we need to stop giving out eight, nines, and tens so frivolously. She's not ugly. But to each their own. But my point is, I now know why women need pimps. And this is going to be shout out to my brothers that are in the ism. I'm going to give you all a nod here. I have a I have a uh, relative myself that was in the ism and he's now in prison for 150 odd years for being in the ism. But that's neither here nor there. Shout out to him. I believe he watches me from the behind the scenes. You, you, you're you don't know what can happen behind prison. But I will say this. 
knowing what I see of young women today, y'all need managers. Y'all need managers. I already know. Now, of course, there's going to be managers that take advantage of naive women. Yes. But y'all need some managers. Y'all out here do not know when to keep working. Y'all need to y'all need to know that y'all got to work every day. Y'all girls get, a, as, as said in the movie, American P.I.M.P. Women get a little bit of money on the track and they go buy something to eat, buy a little bit of weed, buy a little bit of weed. They go kick it, put their feet up. And then next month, peace leaves stinking and rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. They got no guidance. They undecided. They don't know what to do. They scramble brain. They relax. They get their feet up and they don't be on the grind. So I tell a young lady, you want to get into social media, you're going to have to push out content every day, all day, without fail, or hire a manager to do so. And you just send the content to the manager. He takes a portion of it, like 10, 20, 30, 40%. And you're in business with him. And then he he talks to all of his people in the background, a la Andrew Tate, a la the old phone sex lines. But what women will do is, law. I don't know, I want all my money. I want all my money. I don't want no manager. I want nobody telling me what to do. So they go out here and renegade. Somebody, they go out here and renegade and make $200 a week. They they get one sugar daddy and sell one fee picture. And they'd be like, I'm good. $2,000 a month. Mm. And you're like, you realize you could have way more than that. Kick off 25%. But they don't want to do it. And they not only that, they don't want to put in the work. Social media, you got to put in the work. I, you see, I don't take days off. I'll be out here every day. And it's not because I need some money tomorrow. It's nice. But I'm going, I got to go work. I got to, I got to, I can't not, I can't stop because I don't feel like it. The minute you stop, somebody else takes your spot. That's it. You got to keep it going. You got to do it when you don't feel like doing it. I get up early in the morning. Here we go. All right, let's get the coffee. Let's do the routine. I literally don't go out late at nights because I know I'm going to have to get up early and get this done. You got to keep the momentum going. Never stop the momentum. Let You got to let the momentum stop you. But women are lazy. They lazy. Uh, you got That's why y'all need pimps. <laughs> it's become more apparent and apparent why women need pimps. It's sad because they don't like to the work. They be taking days off and traveling and doing something. Don't you need to put some content? Oh, I'll put it out tomorrow. Oh, shit. Another woman don't stake your spot. Uh, let's get into this. Man deletes himself. Man deletes himself. We're going to get into a tough conversation due to a false allegation. Main event story here. I got two stories left to go. This is alleged. Um, first off, I'm going to show you some evidence prior to get me going here. Uh, just so you know that blaming somebody for deleting yourself is fairly common. Just so you're going to say, because we're going to share the story and they're going to say somebody's going to say it's not it's not her fault. Of course, when it's a woman involved in a situation where the man's being abused or dealing with false allegations, they're going to say it wasn't her fault. But let me show you something. We're going to show you cases of where somebody deleted themselves and then put the onus on someone else. And I just shared the story the other day. Parents of a Stanford soccer player, Katie Meyer, who deleted herself, sues the school for wrongful death. Stanford will pay out. Stanford will settle. This video has nothing to do with it here. Stanford will settle. The parents will get paid. But as you can see, they passed that buck real quick. And I covered this story the other day. You can see it on my shorts channel. But they sued the school. All right. Here's another story. Woman dies by self-deletion. Blames her husband. All right. Blames her husband. Let me go ahead. 
and the in-laws in a note. All right, the woman was in a love marriage in 2019. Since the marriage, she was allegedly been harassed repeatedly by her husband and in-laws for dowry, her family members allege. All right, but here's the story where you see it. Woman dies, deletes herself, blames husband. Okay, she probably got off. Uh, she probably got off and it was like, hey, you, 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 you drove her to that. What about this one? Mother retracts confession of deleting kids and blames father. Boom. So there you see right there, there's, there's, there's precedent for pushing and passing that book. So I don't want to hear, oh, no, no, no. It wasn't her fault. Why is it her fault? You can blame somebody, take somebody out. You can blame somebody and take yourself out. That could have a direct impact on your decision-making for doing so. So for people to say, nah, 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 nah. As a matter of fact, this person's famous for blaming, taking out her own kids and then, um, and then blaming Jermaine. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. But it seems that when men want to blame somebody else, namely divorce, their wife, their relationship with their wife, the abuse, gaslighting, or whatnot, people will be like, nah, and they put, they put your ass in a pine box and they forget about your ass. And then she runs off. Gotta get my bag and run. And then everybody finds it reprehensible why we're blaming her. They come to the rescue of her. And so uh, JDF right here, he was going through a divorce. He filed for a divorce. The woman said she cheated. He tried to get back. He tried to patch it up. And uh, directly after meeting with her at an hotel where they had separate bedrooms, he tried to meet with her and work it back. I don't know what they were working on. And he deleted himself right then and there, right then and there. And then people try to push it on the wife. And they was like, no, nah, don't do that. You don't know that. You don't know. With that being said, we have a sad story to report here. Similar incident happened. So there is precedence of me, people blaming the other person for a deletion. Here you got a California principal pins deletion notice on fake book detailing strained relationship with his wife before jumping to his deletion. All right, hold on for a second. So he's directly coming out and saying this was a direct result of the strained relationship with wife. Now, the No Jumper podcast is reporting this, the irony of the entire thing. Let's continue. Uh, this is recording to his fake book, which is still active. Nobody's taking down his fake book. And there's how many comments? So don't blame me for going to his fake book. There's uh, 13,000 comments, 5.8K shares. All right, and 10,000 likes. So don't tell me I'm out here, um, what do you call it, when you, um, I'm out here giving out his fake book information. And it's public, you see that? I even know fake book, public. He says, and I quote, I hate when people leave this earth with so many unanswered questions. So I hope this provides some insight and perspective. This is from his own words. This is my wife, Marlena. And let's go and see him right there during happier times. This is the man right here, age 51 years old. This is his wife, Marlena. This is her right there. This is her right there. Okay. Says, yes, you heard me correct. Most of you don't know this, but I privately married Marlena three and a half years ago. See, this is going to be a tough one to swallow because, you know, I'm going to pitch it. In a different way. I'm going to let you guys know where you guys make mistakes. So he did a private wedding with her. Her background is she's a single mom or a divorcee. Divorcee, single mom. She was previously married. Previously ch child. All right. She has two children, two daughters. 
he privately married her because he knew his family would be like, you crazy. He's a little bit older than her by a couple of years. And not only that, he is stepdaddy. He is stepdaddy. And he tried to privately marry her. Guess what? He rolled the dice. I'm not giving him, I'm not taking the gas off this dude. He rolled the dice and he took that L. He took that L. Let's continue. Marlene, Mar and he tried to do it privately. I'll do it without the marriage and the state getting involved. Nope. I'll do it without everybody knowing. Look at his ass. Marlena and I love and adore each other, and our relationship has been amazing. Up until recently. What is that called that I teach you this? What is that called? And, of course, second marriages can't make it past a year, three years. This is called the bait and switch. After three and a half years, they can barely last. It was an amazing relationship up until recently. There's probably another bull in the ring. Unfortunately, two weeks ago, she and I got into a heated argument at home in front of the girls. Tempers were flared and strong words were exchanged between us. I want to know what the argument was about. There probably was some bull in the ring bullshit. I'm just going to say it. This is just an assumption. But they had a good relationship. It started being strained. When women start acting funny, if you confront them, they will gaslight. They will not answer. They will try to turn you into circles. They were, you know, red herring and straw man. And if you don't know how to handle this, and he probably wasn't watching my show, and we don't encourage men to take this course of action, I have to put that out there. He did not know how to deal with the woman. Tempers flared, and he says, however, never in this exchange did I hit, slap, or hurt Marlena. In any manner, nor did I touch the girls I never have and never will. I love the girls like my own, and they know that, as does everyone else who truly knows me. Now, why is it important that you know about the girls? Well, here we go. Unfortunately, Marlena's anger got the best of her that night, and she called the police. Let's get the sirens out. Which landed me in jail that night. Yes, me. A man who has never hit or harmed anyone in his life. I think it's safe to say that Marlena truly regrets making that call because the events of that night have completely unraveled both of our lives. There you go. So you got a situation where this is their one rift. It got out of hand. She didn't want to she 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 didn't want to stop the gaslighting. She threatened him with the police. And then he's saying she made up a false alligator. She made up a false alligator. That's what he's saying. We don't know because this case will never be tried because she basically gets to walk away unscathed. Because she's married and he's dead. All right. Dead man's tell no tale. As they said. Dead man tells no tales, no tales. And he says, I'm on the brink of Luke. Oh, by the way, let me just say this as well. Most times a man like this, we're just going to assume he's a principal. So he's passed a lot of background checks. He's passed checks in relationships to his relationships with kids. He passed checks in order to get to his position. He's been vetted and so forth and so on. And it is not uncommon that a man like this will try to do the right thing, and the only time he becomes a criminal is through relationships and marriage. I'm going to say that again. A man like this, who has almost seemingly have done the right thing in order to become a principal at an elementary school, which is very difficult for a male to assume, because if he had any sketchy things in his past, it would have came up. Any red flags, it would have came up before he was able to offer that position through the district. But with that being said, the only time he will become a criminal is through relationships. That's the only time. Mm -hmm. 
and he was up for losing his job for what she was saying was abuse towards his daughters. And he could not do that. That would have been the end of his career. That would have been it. Oh, wait a minute. Not clapping. So I focus on my career. Not clapping. Focus on my career. And so he's worked this hard for some 20, 30 years. And now because he got in an argument with his wife, he's looking at it like, I don't know if I can handle this. And he could not handle being without his career. He knew his career was over. He knew his career was over. So this is important because a lot of people would say, just fight it in the court of law. What? It still goes in his record. He loses his job. Um, I don't know if you guys know how restraining orders work. Restraining orders, you can lose your job. You can lose your firearm. You can lose a lot of things just on a restraining order allegation. He cannot, as a principal, even try to think about moving up to a superintendent or getting a promotion, moving up to a high school or wherever he wants. He cannot think about having a record where he was in court and had to testify against if he abused a child or not. Now, I don't know if he did, and I cannot stand up for that. That cannot be spoken upon, but I know good and damn well he cannot have that on his record. He's, he's done, and he doesn't know where to turn to. He doesn't have anybody to share this with. This is the plight of men. They have no way to share this nobody to share this with okay let's go back and continue with this uh breakdown here so for people that say well he should have just tried it in the court of law he would have lost his job regardless he he loses his job on the allegation alone soon as they would have found out about this allegation which was very recent the school district finds out he's fired mm. all right so let's go up he says i'm on the brink of losing my job as I'm out on administrative leave until my case is resolved. Well, and he says, quote, resolve. And a case like that could go on for I don't know how long unless they drop the charges. However, the legal system is extremely flawed, especially against men's and men and fathers. And it sickens. It's sickening how quickly and easily an innocent man can be thrown in jail based on zero evidence or proof. Well, that's an American court system. But yes, when it comes to fathers and all of that stuff, yes, we're guilty until proven innocent. In fact, take a look at the attached screenshot of Marlena's message to my friend about the matter. She, too, had no intentions of having that night come this far. She knows I would never hurt her or the girls, and she, too, has been trying to clear my name with little success. Again, the legal system is deeply flawed, to say the least. So let's go ahead and examine that. It seems like, uh, um, 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 let me see here. I don't see any other pictures. He's saying that there's a, a picture of the text message. Let me see if I can pull that up. He's saying there's a picture potentially. He might, well, sorry, sir, you forgot to attach it. And uh, you can't correct it now. Autocorrect ain't gonna work from where you at. Confirmed. So he forgot to attach the message. Sir, I wish you could come clear that up, but... Uh, I don't see that happening. So uh, let's go back. I, that would be nice if you would uh, attach that. Just saying. So it seems like what he's saying is Marlena. <laughs> Y'all cold-blooded. Stop being so cold. Perhaps he can come back and attach the message. No? Um, That would have been important evidence. But, uh, you know, sometimes your mind gets distracted. But apparently it sounds like he's insinuating that there was a message saying that maybe Marlena was upset that she did this to him. So here I am writing my final fake book post to all of you. I never he says, I need all of you to know that a gentle, kind, loving and sincere good man 
has been destroyed by one unfortunate night. This is marriage. It really is unfortunately. This is not me. This is not something that I think I thought would ever happen to me. Well, when you get married or cohabitate, it could easily happen. One bad night, sir. With all this said, I have truly loved educating and leading thousands of students and families as principal of FVSD. I think that's Fountain Valley School District for the past 21 years. 21 years. I have made so many wonderful connections with families over the years and those who know me closely know how much I care for my students, staff, and families. Damn, this is sad. I know a lot of principals, too. This is sad. This is sad for the students, yeah. I mean, you don't want this news right here. Please remember me for all the good that I brought the world to education. To all my musician friends, apparently he was a musician. Thank you. Thank you for performing with me for over the past 30 years. We've had a blast performing all over and creating some fond memories. Damn, this is sad. Music has been a wonderful outlet for me as it has allowed me to have a different creative world outside of my day job as a principal. I am sad to say my last night was my final performance. However, it went very well, and I am proud that my final performance was a success. I have always loved performing, especially during the holiday season. I am going to miss it dearly. There is so much more to say. And that you want to say, but I'm going to spend the rest of today reaching out to my closest to me to let them know how much I love them. This is not the ideal way to go out, but at least I got a chance to say some final words to those who I love and adore. Yikes. Take care, everyone. Please, please, please be kind to one another. Treat everybody with kindness and grace. There's too much anger in the world and people need to start treating each other better. I agree with this. What I've shared with you about the prime example of how anger can really have a lasting, long-lasting and extremely dam damaging effect on a personal life. So, okay, I chopped that up. So, wow, this is sad. This is sad. This is sad. Um, but uh, we cannot, we can't, we can't forget a couple things here. He talked about the one night. I don't know if he's done anything to those girls, but he's standing up for the fact that he has not. But unfortunately, we won't know the truth. I don't know if the woman has been vocal about this. We will try to look that up. But he did go back and say, I've never committed a crime. I've never been caught committing a crime. I've never done anything to kids. If I did anything to kids, he doesn't have kids. He's a stepdaddy. Or we call it, we call it step dummy. You big dummy. Step dummy. And he was accused of touching or beating up or abusing his stepkids. You big dummy. Yeah. And he married secretly a woman that now this woman has allegedly, according to him, caused his death by putting legal actions on him in which he had no previous um, um he had no previous interactions with the law. And she might have got emotional and it led and it went too far. Now, she got to live with that, but she's also got to live we're giving his life insurance, potentially. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> and she's also got to live with the fact that people are defending her. Can you believe it? You have people that are saying it's not her fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Now, this one is interesting right here. There, This is deeper than a lot of people realize, too. This happened to so many men. And every time they have to suck it up and keep it bottled up because no one cares until it's too late. No one gives a F. People will always blame the men in any situation, no matter what. This is a comment from one of the gentlemen here. And there's a woman, Janine, who backs it up. 
A man says Marlena was the problem here. And a woman comes in, you know them. Do you know them? I'm assuming she's insinuating. There's a lot of other comments here. And of course, the post is live. Someone says right here, Mr. C or the principal at my school will be missed greatly. I'm sorry. This is sad. He was our ex-principal at another school before he switched to Newland. We in our whole school were sad about this news. Here's a woman named Alma. But child predators get away with their crimes. Sad story. Made his soul RIP. I'm assuming she's saying in this situation, some people who really commit the crimes get away. This is another woman. This doesn't make sense. Maybe someone has access to his Facebook account and wrote this note to make it appear, really appear like a self-deletion. Okay. She's bringing in the potential conspiracy theorist. Potentially, and what if the woman wrote this letter? I don't know. This is a woman, or I'm assuming, so sad because his wife losing her temper and accusing him of these things. All those children have lost everything, not to mention because of her actions, someone is dead. R.I.P. to Mr. Christensen. And then a guy comes in and says there's two sides to every story, which is true as well. Somebody says, what's the wife's FB account? So we do have her Facebook account. Shall we take a look? There is her. Wait a minute. Hold up. What happened here? She does have a Facebook account. I guarantee you by the time I get over there, it's going to be closed up. So let me go ahead and do some. Oh, you guys don't see it. All right. I'm going to do some recon real quick. I'm going to see what up. All right. Y'all want to see what up? Hey, why not? It's a public. It's a public matter. Let me go to Facebook. Wait, what is it called? Damn, oh, hold up for a second. Oh, damn, I done lost it. What was her name? Marlena. Marlena Lynn. All right, damn. That's going to have 5011 results. Marlena Lynn. We're going to find her right now. Right here. Marlena Lynn. Right here on the Coach Greg Adams channel. Oh, there it is. I think this, this is it right here. All right. Oh. Hold up. Is this her? Let me make sure before I flash it up here. Oh, she on private. All her shit on private. <laughs> All right, hold on for it. I think I found it. All right, hold on for a second. Let me check something real quick. Uh, uh Okay, okay. Uh, I believe this is the woman. This is the woman. She got her shit on private. All right, let me see here. Let me see what we got. All right, so uh, I believe they're saying this is the woman. This is the woman right here. That's the two daughters. So there's two daughters. All right, she didn't close up her comments, I'm assuming. She got doubters right here and whatnot. And wait a minute. Hold up. Hold, hold up. Wait a minute. Let me get the Pink Panther on this. Who this? Who this? Wait, who this? What that mean? Who this? This not the principal. This somebody else. Hmm. This must be the daddy. And I don't mean to show the kids here, but uh, let me go ahead and uh, who this? This the before daddy. Why he still on Facebook? Why he still on Facebook? Somebody got to answer me this. Why he's still on her Facebook? Hmm. Let me see something here. 
Let me see something here. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. People in my stream getting out of here. Who this? Wait a minute. Wait, why you still on the fake book, bro? Hey, yo. Yo, 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 yo. We ain't having none of this. This seems suspect. Wait. Who this? Nah, somebody said wrong profile. All right, hold up for a second. Let me see here. Remember, they secretly married. Last update here, 2020. That's the same. That's the same woman. August 2015, he ain't in the picture. Remember, they married three years ago. And she also divorced a few years ago. Bruh. You got to watch out, man. You got to watch out. So, look, what I'm going to say is, here's the deal. In all seriousness, in all seriousness, you guys got to take entering relationships very seriously. You guys got to do it. I know this doesn't happen. This is uh, something like uh, something like this doesn't get as much publicity. But watch out for some of these red flags. Obviously, you guys agreed to a private marriage, which was probably not against was was against your family's wishes. I think this is the first marriage and he didn't have any kids in 51 years. No kids. 51 years, no kids. And here's what we have. This is the end result of a three year love affair gone wrong. So. The stepdaddy thing, yeah, that probably, that worked against him ultimately, him being a stepdaddy, because he was around those kids, and those kids were the ones that um, she said allegedly, allegedly that he had done something to, and that wasn't even his biological kids, and he didn't want to have any defense towards this. That's a pretty sad situation there. So this could happen, and I've always told you that I won't date women who have kids, uh, daughters. I won't date women who have daughters. All right, you got two daughters, that's a no. <laughs> right, you got to have a son in there or two sons or something like that. Even then, it's somewhat risky. But if you have daughters, um, that's just an easy one for you. That's an easy one for you. And then you become close to the daughter. And, you know, sometimes they want to sit on your lap or something like that. And people go and look at that as why you sit. You know what I mean? It gets kind of weird. I don't want to bring it up because people get touchy. But, nah, I don't. If you got two daughters, you automatically disqualified. All right, I ain't doing nothing with you. You just come into the crib and I'm smashing. That's it. And um, yeah, he allegedly died jumping off of a parking structure in Disneyland. So we will get some scene. We will get maybe. The, I don't know. I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to do any of that. It's just a hard truth. I would say for a man, just go ahead and take the L and say, I won't date a mother with two daughters. Just don't do it. <laughs> Somebody said he'll be. <laughs> he will be fine. Oh, let's get to these contributions, man. Famous last words, right? Uh, my man, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he'll be good. I don't think he comes back from this. Who do you blame on this? Who do you blame? Juan Primeris. He says, uh, this is literally is this literally is all Jermaine's fault, aka TJ's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Could it be, and I'm just speculating here, could it be the baby daddy pushed him? Why go to Disneyland in the fifth floor of the parking structure, allegedly? Why go up there? Did he possibly meet the real baby daddy 
and the real baby daddy took offense to what he did and potentially he might have showed him what the ledge looked like over work. Well, you know, I'm just speculating. I'm just speculating. I'm not putting anything out there that no one has thought about. Could indeed that she gaslit the baby daddy, the real baby daddy, and he might very well have took him upstairs and said, meet me on the fifth floor of Disneyland, sir. Hmm. Shout out to DGC Moore. Shout out to you. He says, CGA, you think GMA will hire replace hire to replace TJ? Yes, he's done. He's had two affairs. Same job. I think uh, my brother TJ is done. GS Inc. Appreciate you for your super chat. No government name. I can relate to this. Gentlemen, we're going to have to put this up again since we were talking about self-deletion. Um, if you can relate to this, make sure you do. If you're affected by any of these issues, we would prefer you to not take this course of action and eliminate yourself. Uh, it would be very suspect. This would be an episode of Dateline 2020 or Snapped if, in fact, that he was pushed and then they went in after the fact and then typed that long-ass letter. You know what I mean? That, that, that long-ass Facebook post. And it's still public. You know, that would be that would be a, a clear cut case. So shout out to no government name says he can relate to this. Uh, you guys got to be careful out here with relationships or vet the women that you're with. I, I tell you, divorces are divorces are off the market for me. Divorces, you can only get piped down in CGA's life. That's it. All the camera footage, the cameras didn't work. <laughs> okay. You can only get this pipe and preferably when you don't have custody of your kids at your house. That's it. There's no relationships that I would put give with a divorcee. They're just too much of a risk. And if they have kids that are minors, significant risk. The risk is too great. So you got kids that are eight and nine and nah, it's going to get murky and weird for me. No, no. You never know. And then she, all she has to do is she didn't even say he did anything to touch those kids. Like he didn't even, they didn't, she didn't even allege that he sexually touched them. She just said um, that he abused them. That's enough. No, no, no little ass, dumb ass, crumb snatching ass kids. No. Even if she has no kids uh, or no divorce, she can still take you out though. Yeah, she can. Avoid divorcees. Shout out to Alan. Allen says tuition coach, thanks for everything. Yes, we want to keep men alive. We want to give you a second chance at life. We want to give you hope out here. But with that being said, it looks like he thought there was no way out. And I think the biggest thing for him is his, his career. He was not going to get his career back. He was on administrative leave, and he knew his career was going to be a wrap. So I don't know if he was able to deal with that. Shout out to, we're going to call you Jefferson. On my long drive home and wanted to apologize to Central Florida and shot Atlanta coach gang. I forgot to check in. He says, thanks for keeping that blinky under the blanket and not shooting up the Mercedes C-class in the building. Much love to coach gang worldwide. Man, shout out to you. C-dubs, TJ. Been over there slinging that PVC pipe all on ABC. I got that one already. Shout out to Eugene says, that pig looking girl you just showed a few minutes ago humbled me. It reminds me that no matter. How bad I think I got it. Someone has got it worse. Somebody has always has it a couple times worse. A couple times worse. Let's go to PayPal. And and uh, we're at the almost the two-hour mark. We, we doing good. We doing good in the neighborhood. Oh, PayPal. Come on, pop up. 
Slow ass PayPal. All right. Um, SAU was in the building. I know some brothers have gone through some stuff here. So SAU probably has something to say. He says, evening coach from south of the border. Friday night, my 37-year-old baby mama, terrorist, got a DUI in her car transported to the police station. She called me in the morning asking for help. I couldn't help but laugh and hung up the phone. Nope. Woo! How dare you? All right. So in that situation, how dare you? I told you, man, I wouldn't piss. If my ex was on fire, I wouldn't piss the fire out. <laughs> I don't care if that was the only way. I, I wouldn't do it. Meaning I would never help you. Never help you because they have no problem uh, dragging your name through the mud, playing the court of public opinion. They have no problem dragging you through the courts and they know have no problem being a terrorist against you and holding your kids as fugitives against you, undermining you, alienating you. But then when they need some help, when they need some help, y'all run to them. My baby mama cool. Now, nah, my baby mama ain't cool. All right. Meaning that if you've done any of those things against me, we ain't cool ever, ever. All right, I'll never be the bigger man. <laughs> Hell no. I'll never be the bigger man because you've done the biggest crime against a man and that is in fact affect his relationship with his children and use his children against you. That is an unforgivable crime. It's unforgivable. That is the silent declaration of war. I used to say that back in the day. That is, there, that is declaring war against that man. So there ain't never going to be help your way. Never. Ever, ever, ever. And I would tell men that you are the bigger man for taking that route. Person should be penalized for that. It's unforgivable. It is, should be the one of the seven deadly sins of committing that because the man has no recourse to get himself and, and fix it. He often is held. Uh, the kids are held at ransom. The kids are held hostage. He'll look like the bad guy. He gets the police called on him. He gets extorted for money. You'll never get help from me. You'll never get help from me, and you don't deserve the help. And, of course, they will have no problem with swallowing their pride and calling you for help. But it will never, never, ever come from my way. Anyway, and I, and I suggest you guys do the same because guess what? She's going to play you like a sucker when you help her ass. And you're going to say, hey, why don't you drop the child support case? Why don't you do this? Why don't you give me access to my kids? And your dumb ass go bail her out. You go, you go help her. Guess what she going to do? She ain't going to drop shit as soon as you help her. She ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll think about dropping the case. <laughs> All right. I'll think about dropping it. Anyway, and then as soon as you help her out, she get out of jail. Nope. She'd be like, eh, I thought about it, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Chairman E.K.B. Quay is in the building. He says, Coach, you need to uh, see the story about Chris. I just did it. All right, shout out to you. He says he deleted himself because his wife called the cops on him, falsely allegating him. He says, and recently, is this recent? He says, it recently or it's recently. I got it, brother. I got it. I tell you guys about these stories, man, just so you guys know. And men and women have a short memory when it comes to these stories. I remember these stories. I might not remember names, but I remember these stories. I remember that time that dude jumped off Disneyland. I'll remember that shit. All right, Maryland guy. You said Maryland guy says Maryland guy. He says, I'll admit I've gotten envious before when I could see how much easier women make money online on seeking and OnlyFans, and I'm busting my ass for mine. Then I remember AMS said one time. That we as men have a much longer shelf life. Yes, indeed, man. Yes, indeed. We have a much longer shelf life, and their money is short money. 
So they will make their money and some of them can make millions, but some of them have to give up and do the worst thing that is by 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 standard definition, the worst thing that they can do is to sell their sex, right? Or sell the idea of sex. But um, I used to do this when I was a when not when I was a model mayhem photographer. Anybody who ever been a photographer knows this. And uh, when you're dealing with young women and young models who want to do their portfolio, this is before cell phones and smartphones and whatnot. What would happen is you'd have all this equipment and then the young woman will be like, hey, um, give me photos. And you'd be like, why should I give them to you? Well, I'm broke. I don't have any money, but I want to look pretty in pictures. And then they needed you to come up with these creative pictures. And they would always say they didn't got no money. And you're trying to build your portfolio, but then you're trying to use them and they don't want to do anything. They don't want to pay you. Typical of wedding photographers and so forth and so on. But what you have to understand is those so-called models have short shelf life. But you need to build your portfolio up. Them women are going to go broke and they're going to get old. Okay. Some of those women start might start making money. And then eventually those women start making a little bit of money. But by the time they turn 30, game was over. Right. And then they continue to do little things here and there. And it was over for her. But you can still be a photographer for 50 years. And then eventually get paid. You can still do it. You can do it for 50 years. She can't model for 50 years. She's got to get her money in a short window. They got short shelf life. So always remember that when you're dealing with women and dating. If they don't want you now, she got a short shelf life and eventually she'll come crawling back when she's used up and abused. Hey. But you got a longer shelf life. You got 30 years, maybe. And if you stay healthy, you can prolong it more. But you got between 25 and, um, you know, and if you're a Chad, you got earlier, but 25 to 55, really. And even longer, if you stay healthy. You can push it to 60, 65 if you wanted to. All right, I see 65-year-olds doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it well. So their shelf life typically doesn't go that far, but we'll see based on this next story. And uh, I'm going to do a couple more chats. Renardo says, you're right, coach. He says they only have to work half as hard to get just as much, and they still can't do that. They still can't do that. They don't like to put in work. They, I don't think they're designed to work like that. And uh, they now have the option to work like that. And you see them now backing off. Okay. We got, um, mm, shout out to Grant Color, RIP, throwback, hot Kirsty Alley. <laughs> oh, goodness, hot Kirsty Alley. She's not hot no more. YouTube trash talker coach, you hear about this? First black officer, Tiffany Gatson, age 29, a member of the Greek, of the Greek New York Police Department, deleted herself and one other leaving one wounded. Why did she do that? What that mean? KJ, the Creole baby, please read the chat. Ecclesiastics 7 and 26 brothers. Definitely need to hear that. I wish you would have put it in there. All right. I wish you would have put it in there because now you want me to go all the way up, copy it, pull it up. I got a whole bunch of production going on in here. I wish you would have put the scripture in there. The one who pleases God will escape her but the sinner will be captured by her. Is that the whole thing? Is that the whole thing? It says, I find more bitter. I find more bitter than death. The woman who is a snare, whose heart is a trap and whose hands are chains. The man who pleases God's will escape her, but the sinner will, she will ensnare the sinner. She will ensnare. Interesting. I'm not sure who's the sinner in your story here. All right. Um, 
Sheldon Ross just had to tell my friends that I found his wife on a dating app and send them the pics. When he confronted her, she said she didn't know it was for that. <laughs> I didn't know it was for a dating app. The center is the simp. Okay. Wait, Kirstie Alley died. Oh, is that, is that what you were saying? Kirstie Alley died? Hold on for a second. Let me see. Yes, she did die. So that's what you were saying. She had a cancer battle. Okay, so we'll just go ahead and give her her bills. Okay. So RIP to Kirstie Alley. Any young generations don't know who she was. Back in the 1980s, she was hot. She was just another hot white woman. You know what I mean? And then she hit the wall. Back when white women used to hit the wall at warp speed. Y'all remember when white women used to hit the wall swiftly. Like it didn't take them long. Now they got prolonged and Botox and all that stuff and lip fillers and they be trying to hang on. They be hanging on by a thread. And the thing with them is just so many of them, they have another white woman next year. They get another blonde. They were like, all right, pick another one up. Give me another one. They just serve up another one. Back in the day, used to be in the 80s, hit the wall quick. She hit the wall quickly. She was she had like two good years and then it was the wall. But um, now you can't even tell. So people will say women hit the wall. But physically, you'd be like, but she still looks good. But y'all don't know miracles of modern science. You don't realize that they are, they've used everything possible to make themselves look like that. <laughs> so then people are like, well, the wall is not an age. Back in the day, the wall was an age. <laughs> you could call it by, you could have it by clockwork. 28, 29, 30, 31. But now they be shooting up testosterone, HGH, Botox, lip injections, fillers, chin filters. They, they, be, they be going crazy. Botox, they be going hair dye on you. You know what a woman had to do to dye their hair? Hey, it's a Friday scalp doing some shit like that. Now they get extensions and whatnot, bro. They can just avoid all that. It used to be, it used to be an age. Okay, we got a couple more, then I'm going to get it back with the show. Ty says, Ty says, put your animations on a monetized channel. Well, I strategically put it on that channel. <laughs> All right. Um, there's, I don't even want to get into it. I don't want to even get into it. <laughs> but I put it on that channel for a reason. All right. So uh, you guys got to know, man, I think long and hard about what I do and where I put where. And they be after me every day. I be after some shit every day on YouTube. <laughs> so believe, believe me, when I put something somewhere, it's a very good reason why I put it there. I put it on the CGA channel, left it there. I don't need it to blow up. I really don't need any videos to blow up. I don't need that type of attention. I get a channel, a video that blows up, I'll be demonetized the next week. <laughs> right? Long and hard. Like on my CGA React channel, it was monetized. It literally, one, two videos blew up, and guess what? Two videos blew up on that channel. And I worked on that channel. It recently was monetized. And I pushed, 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 pushed. I put two two videos blew up, like, quickly. And they already went to it. Just like that. So, I'm like, I don't want no, I don't want no traffic. <laughs> that fast. I was like, what? Like, wow, bro. Two videos. I'm like, they be after my ass. They be looking for me. I'm like, damn, because what happens is normies get the video. I'll show you guys just as a, a frame of reference. I'll show you as a frame of reference. They got me already. 
they got me already. New, 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 new world order. I'm not in here for 200,000 views on a video. Nope. I just want my audience to see it in a couple extra. I don't want no more big, I don't want no more big, big videos. Uh, here it is right here. Check this out. Just so you guys want to know. Look, uh, this, this is the channel right here. It was monetized two months ago. I literally look. How many videos I got over there? How many videos? Uh, doesn't even say. Check this out. I've just been putting shorts. And then two videos blew up. Actually, three. Look at they still going crazy. So the one where, um, the one where, what's my brother's name? Reclaim the throne. His video went to 106K. I had another one, Salty American Women, mad that they're going to Thailand, almost 200K. Then Giselle has another bull in the ring, 220K, growing like crazy. It was going crazy 10 days ago, two months ago, two weeks ago. So these two videos blew up. You know damn well, soon as I popped up, I checked the video, I checked that channel and demonetized. <laughs> Just like that. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> they just be killing it, bro. I'm like, man, damn. But what happens is people want me, people think I want to go out here and push big numbers and get to a million and, and get videos to go to 500,000. I don't. That's too much attention. <laughs> well, I ain't trying to get famous. I ain't trying to get, I'm trying to stay under the radar. But when normies get my video, that's the shit that happened. They get on there, click, click, click. Nope, I don't want, nope. <laughs> I've been there, done that. Just so you know, I ain't chasing the numbers. I ain't chasing the big numbers. I ain't chasing the plaque. I ain't chasing the million. I ain't chasing 500,000 videos. Just get my audience. Because remember what I said it, Andrew Tate. Remember when I said before he got canceled, I was like, he's growing too fast. And people was like, you hating. A week later. A week later, it wasn't a week later, and I was like, mm. <laughs> So, trust me, I know what I'm doing. I'd be thinking long and hard, yes, long and hard about what to do, where to put what, what to say, how to frame stuff right under the radar. I'm like that B2 bomber, B2 bomber, right up under the radar. And then I have to do what? I have to do what? I have to start a new channel, build another audience, still y'all over there. Then I get called a grifter. Then they're going to say, why you got 50 channels? And I'm going to say, every time one pops off, it, right at 10,000 subs, demonetize. <laughs> Happens every time. Happens every time. So as soon as I see my stuff going crazy, I back off. I know people don't want to hear that. But I backs off. Anyway, let's go ahead and uh, what are we doing here? Tay Diggs? We're doing a Tay Diggs story. Okay. It says right here, back in the groove. Back in the groove to highlight Passport Sisters. Remember all that smoke they had for Passport Bros? Now, apparently... They ain't got that smoke for themselves. There's a new reality show. The reality show that gets women back in the groove by dating men half their age. Interesting. I mean, I thought that's what the passport bros were doing. They don't got a show. <laughs> they don't got no show. They only getting catching smoke. So let me, let me, let's break this down. On Hulu's new reality dating show, host Tate Diggs, Tate Diggs, 
you look like me, brother. And you out of shape like me now. So anyway, it says host Tay Diggs helps three women in their 40s navigate a pool of 20-something suitors. Chaos with a dash of surprising sincerity ensues. Now, we know the Norries are going to pick this up and have no problem seeing 40-year-old women out here with men in their 20s. They're not going to see a problem with it. This is why I tell you, never play by their rules. They're going to tell you you're bad for doing it. They're going to tell you you're bad for going overseas and doing it. They're going to say you're bad for having the pleasures of a woman in her early 20s service you. They're going to say that. They're also going to say those women overseas don't want you. They just want your money. But what do these young men want when they're overseas smashing these 40-year-old women? What do they want? Attention? Peace leak? What do they want? says, can three women in their 40s get their groove back by dating men half their age? The hypocrisy is crazy. Somebody says, get back in shape, coach. Nope, already told you. Why? Y'all don't listen to my show. Y'all don't listen to my show, do y'all? I'm not going back. Did y'all see pictures of me before? I'm not going back to that, bro. I've already been swole and cut up and lean and ripped. I ain't going back. <laughs> Them days are over. I'll stay doing my planks and my push-ups and my air squats. I got a gym in my house. I'll stay doing that. I'm not putting two and a quarter on the rack no more. Nope, 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 nope. I ain't doing it. <laughs> I will just maintain. But I had the six-pack. I ain't going to be a 50-year-old with a six-pack. <laughs> Young CGA is not walking through that door. I'm not getting back in shape. No, absolutely not. Not in that shape, I'm not. There's no need for that shit. All right. I'm keeping my joints. I'm keeping my back aligned. All of that shit. I'm going to the chiropractor. I ain't trying to pop no damn. I ain't trying to catch no hernia. <laughs> Y'all want me out here catching a hernia. Busting out my damn, uh, busting out my damn subscapularis. Mm. I ain't getting in no boxing match. I just maintain. Just maintain. Anyway. Where are we at here? It says right here. Uh, what does it say? It says right here, that's what back in the groove means. Hulu's first foray into the realities of dating space wants to find out. It says right here, it's a provocative experiment, especially when one of the single women's sons shows up in the dating pool. And it's a result of both deliciously messy and at times almost intolerably awkward. As in, I inhaled all of it while also covering my face at certain points out of sheer discomfort. My goodness. Back in the Groove debuts on Monday on Hulu with a four-night premiere, and I'm giving them free advertisement. Two episodes will be available each day through Thursday, December 8th. The title pay homage, pays homage to the 1998 comedy, How Stella Got Her Groove Back, in which Angela Bassett plays a 40-year-old stockbroker who recovers her jeu de voix. I don't know what that is. Through a vacation romance with a hot 20-something-year-old. Okay. It says right here. It says right here. All right. We already know what's going on there. It says, uh, it says, still there are plenty more sultry lovers. Where that comes from, from the Groove Hotel in the Dominican Republic. So they went to the Dominican Republic, the place where you go chase dirty feet Latinas, according to them. And now they went there. But when you go to the Dominican, you a pervert. You a passport pervert. Like my man, um, uh, Minister Jap says. When you go to the Dominican for younger girls, you a passport pervert. 
But when they go to the Dominican with 20 something years old, they get a TV show. It says right here, 24 of them to be exact, whose age ranges are 22 to 32. The task of keeping all these horny daters in line falls to a secondary character, the Groove Hotel concierge, Pedro, who actually does a great job and seems to have a lot of fun asking the contestants what happened with varying degrees of sincerity after elimination. These young girl, these girls are going to get their cheeks clapped. The first of this season's singles is Steph, a 41-year-old singer from Miami. Damn, she a metaphile. She a metaphile. Says right here, who says a 41-year-old. So that's contestant number one, 41-year-old Steph. Do we have photos? We got to pull up photos of these women. So we have a 41-year-old singer from Miami, Miami, who says she hasn't been in a relationship for seven years. She says, quote, I sit at home with my cobwebs. Lies. Lies. She ain't no got no cobwebs around nothing. Wrapped up watching TV. She sounds like a win. She tells producers, I need some sexy time in my life. She's getting it already. Then there's Brooke, age 42, a personal trainer who, skate, who states her longstanding adoration for younger men loudly and proudly. She's at the junior college. Everybody celebrates. Nobody calls her a metaphile. Hey, there was a guy who cut a video on me calling me a metaphile. Guys, is, where's that guy? Is she a metaphile? They're roughly, I'm roughly the same age as her, and she has no problem stating that she likes younger men. And everybody says, you go, girl. Nobody says nothing. You don't bat an eye. But I do it. I'm a metaphor. Says right here. And finally, Sparkle, age 43. That has to be the black woman. Is a beauty entrepreneur from Atlanta. Confirmed black. Um, In need of a reset after closing her successful business to focus on finding personal fulfillment. Lies. Bankruptcy. I need vibrant, Sparkle says. I need a stallion. And I need big feet. This is the... This is literally the reverse of CGA. She literally likes feet. She needs a young piece of tail like I need, but she wants a stallion and I want a little show pony. And she wants vibrant. Hey, dating men my age is God awful, Steph says. The most singlest guys that I'll, I've met are married. I don't want nobody's husband, she says. All right. Oh, we got pictures. All right. So this is Sparkle. She got her feet out. All right, let's get Sparkle up. These are all metaphiles, according to the people uh, that, that critique my show. That's Sparkle. I'm going to have to pull up some different pictures. Oh, yeah, this is Sparkle. She's the, she's the beauty entrepreneur that closed her business. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, um, let's try to figure out who the other two is. There's Steph, and there's another woman. Brooke. The other woman is Brooke. I'm surprised I remembered that, just to tell you. That was a guess. So which one is Steph? I think this is Steph. One's from Miami. Steph was from Miami. So uh, I think Steph was from Miami. She looks like she's from Miami. But she could be from Miami too. She could be Spanish. I can't tell which one. Which one? She might be Brooke. I don't know. But these are the women. You know it's a bunch of mothball smelling ass, bad breath, halitosis ass smelling ass women. They look good though. I take them. Brooke is to the right. So this is Brooke. This is Steph. Steph is from Miami. Brooke is the one alleging that she's in her cobwebs. Steph. Yeah, Steph. Wait, Steph is what? Yeah. This is the one alleging cobwebs? Lies. You know damn sure. And by the way, these women are boring. 
they're boring. All they do is sit around drinking mimosas, drinking champagne, champagne, drinking wine coolers, talking, cackling. Eh, I'll pass. You can come through and I'll smash and that's it. They think they funny. Lots of book. Yeah, no, I'm a pass. I'm a pass. Which one y'all picking? To be fair. Mm, 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 I might go with this one. Just because she foldable. This woman going to pull a hamstring. You know she's going to pull a hamstring. And this one right here. Anyway, she'll stab you. Let's get to these super chats. I'm going with the little one right here. This is the one I'm going to go for right here. This one right here. This is the one I'm picking. Yeah. If I'm picking either one, I'll go with this one. That's just my. I'm probably picking the wrong one. I'm probably picking the all. <laughs> he said you need Astroglide. <laughs> what a thing, man. What a ripoff. So I don't want to hear no more smoke for passport bros. I don't want to hear no more smoke for people who like men who like younger women. When they're out there taught, they're they getting the TV show. The orange one, the Latina, that's a trap. Hold up. I'm going to tell you why I'm not picking her. She a trap. She a whole trap. She a whole trap. Hey, the thing about Latina women. <laughs> the thing about Latina women is they are, man, they too much, man. They too much work. They too much work. I know somebody will be like, nah, mom, you got to get the right one, Sean. They too much work. They too clingy. They too be all up in your business. They be all up in your business. They don't give you no space. None. They be all up in your shit. All up in your damn nostrils. You be like, back up a little bit. Back up. They be all up in your stuff. All up in there. Look at the end. Too much headache. Too much work. Latinas are nice. They great looking. It's too much work. It's way too much work. It ain't. It's good, but it's too much work. I got to keep them. They got Yeah, they, they, they be trying to get your password they conniving and sneaky as hell they be all up in your business who is that and why you just do that and why you do 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 this nah <laughs> you don't get no privacy with them they clingy as hell i don't care if they cheating on you still they clingy they be trying to catch your ass and they be sending their cousins and they female cousins they be investigating your ass they be looking for your ass they be all in your fake book breaking into your no breaking into your damn password accounts they be waiting for your ipad to light up Nah, that's too much damn work. No, 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 no. Like you leave, you leave the crib, right? You'd be like, hey, uh, hey, Marissa, Marissa, why don't you make me up some street tacos and I'm going to come back? She's going to say, yes, Poppy. She's going to say, yes, Poppy. Soon as you leave the crib, she's going to be up just investigating all rifling through your shit. She's going to get your iPad. You're going to forget to not send your text through your iPad. One text is going to come through. She's going to be in your iPad, all in your shit. As soon as you catch her ass, dude, you can catch her red-handed. And she don't give a damn. She'd be like, what? K-Pasa. She'd be like, K-Pasa. You'd be like, hold up. You know, Poppy, I have to check out if you cheating on me, Poppy. And it's going to be all cute. And you're like, oh, look at your little feet. Oh, my God. You're so cute when you're mad. She gets a little cute, and you just muck on her nose. Bunk. You know, Poppy, I really care about you, Poppy. Poppy, I don't want to see you with another woman. It's just me and you, Poppy. And I just wanted to see if you was just had another woman, Poppy. Oh, Poppy, you so cute. Oh, baby, you so cute, Marissa. Oh, your curly hair. You can be like, oh, you all right, baby. I know. I know you checking up on Poppy. Poppy, I do whatever you say, Poppy. You do that shit every day. Every day you going through that. 
every day you going through that shit. It's like terrorism. Because you know, Poppy, if you do me bad, I will cut you up. I will knife you out. I will cut your penis off and throw it on the middle of the freeway, Poppy. Don't mess with me, Poppy. Oh, baby, you're so cute. Look at you. You're so cute. You know you all got to worry about me. You know you ain't got to worry about me. All right, you catch her on the wrong one. You catch her on the wrong one. <laughs> she catch your ass. Come here, Poppy. I make it some fresh guacamole. You go up to hug her. You be like, ha ha. She hit you with the So this woman right here, no Latinas. Nah, no, 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 no. Puerto Rico. No, 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 no. Hell no. No. I love my Latinas, but I need small doses. Small doses of Latinas, man. I can't have no, especially if she attractive. No, no, no. <laughs> she a juke your ass real good like they juke you in jail. And it sound like something popping a balloon. They'd be like, juk, 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 juk. right there to the spleen, juking your ass. No Colombianas. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? Y'all got to watch out. Um, What about the sisters since we're on this? <laughs> he says he can't handle the spice. I just, I, not every day. It becomes torture. It becomes torture. I can't do it every day. I can't do it every day. I can get a little dose of Latina and then one hour dose and then send them back. Send them back. <laughs> send you back to where you came from. Where are we at? Oh, the sister. What about the sister? Yeah, the sister. Let's 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 look at why I didn't pick the sister. Um, yeah, she looked messy. You know the word messy? This sister is messy. All right, I know people want to go into the attitude and all that stuff, but um, sisters are messy. All right, so she looked messy, don't she? She looked like she a gossipy, messy. She worked in a beauty shop. She worked in a beauty shop. I'm not going to talk about her looks either. I don't want to make this a personal thing where the women are saying, see, you're just this. I hate her. She's a gossipy, messy, messy person. She'll have all your business out in the street. All your business out in the street. She be telling, tattletelling. She be telling the ops. And the thing about sisters that's really underrated that people don't know is that they have a steep history. <laughs> Just the ratio. They've had a steep history of messing with street pookies. They have a steep history of messing with street pookies. I don't care how educated she is. They always got a pookie somewhere, either in their family. They got a close cousin that's a pookie. They got a dude she used to mess with previous to you that used to come over and smash. That was a pookie. They got pookies back in their day. Now, this is the problem. She runs her mouth around somebody that tells the pookie. Like her, her sister will have a pookie as a boyfriend. Let's just say, for instance. And this woman is so messy, messy and gossipy that she'll say, oh, my man, CGA, he makes X amount of dollars a year and he riding dirty. He got a 911. He going to be out of town. He going to be something. And then that person is going to be loose lips, sink ships. That person is going to tell they pookie. So you're two degrees separation from a pookie. Mm. And that's especially from Atlanta. You're two degrees separation from a pookie if you're dealing with a sister. There's a pookie somewhere lurking. <laughs> and then guess what? Your house get robbed and she don't know what happened because she didn't ran her mouse at the beauty shop. She didn't ran her mouth to her ex pookie. She didn't ran her house mouth. To her sister who dating a pookie. And then they all 
cleaning your house out. When you take her on a trip, girl, we going to Barbados. Oh, my man, CGA taking me to Barbados. Ooh, and then she going to be out there posting on Facebook, giving up the location. We ain't coming back for five weeks. Mm. Running her damn mouth on Facebook, posting pictures. We still out of town. <laughs> you got three weeks to clean us out. Mm. Messy. And she don't realize, oh, they got my information that I've got. No, 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 no. Nah. So this girl's too messy for me to deal with. She got too much mouth. All right. She got too much mouth. And it's not an attitude. She just run her damn mouth about my business. So I'm going to be, I'm cool on her. I wouldn't pick her. Now that leaves the red dress girl. Now this is going to be complicated, but somebody's going to say she's white. I don't think she's white. She's a mix of something. All right. She looks Latina or something like that. Spanish. Spanish is not an ethnicity. I got it. All right. But she, let's just say she's white. Now, she's the she's the lesser of evils in this picture. However, it is a trap. However, it's a trap. See, what she's going to do, and we're going to highlight her, her, her things here, she looks Latina to me. Okay, she doesn't look white, but she looks like a little Latina chick. And I know you're saying, no, but she's Latina, but she looks like Latina as well. All right, the thing about her, the lesser of the evils, is this is the mousy one. She's mousy. She's unassuming. She's not going to bother you. She's not going to get caught uh, all rifling through your shit. It's not going to be cute when she catches your ass doing something crazy. She's going to be quiet, docile, unassuming, and oh, no, but sneaky, bro. Sneaky. Women like this, especially, let's just call her white if she's white. They're mousy. And there ain't nothing worse than a mousy woman because she a tattletale. She going to tattletale your ass. And worse of all, worse of all, is they put paper on you. All right. The, the, the sister going to put paper on you. But this woman going to put paper on you so bad that they're going to be you're going to they're going to go through all of your resources with a fine tooth comb. Still water runs deep. The quiet ones you worry about. Most of you guys pick quiet ones because they look submissive and they, OK, I'll do what you say. And then you think you're getting them. Yeah, I held masculine frame, but she keeping receipts. She got a portfolio full of receipts of what she spent down to the dollar. She got a spreadsheet that she updates every day. This woman goes on her computer. She goes to work. She pushes her hair back. She puts it in a little bun. And you're like, look at oh, look at my little cute little mousy girl. And she's five foot two. Oh, yes, I'm just your uh-huh. Yeah. She when you when she gets in the 911, she good. When she get out of the 911, she played a role. She will play the role. She'll let you do whatever. She'll let you pull the hair, spit down her throat, whatever. She'll be like, I'll do whatever you want. But she's gonna keep a receipt on it. Every day she goes on her, her Excel spreadsheet. She goes in the morning. I did this and I did that. She goes in her journal. She got a journal. She pulls it up on there. She goes on her journal. Blah, blah, blah. She goes and takes pictures, put them shits in the safety deposit box. Okay. She going to have receipts on your ass. She goes in their diary. She got cousins, sisters, and they whisper. They go, hi, how are you? Very mousy. She has a quiet voice. Hi. She goes to her cousin, her sister. Hi. And they tell each other. You don't hear shit. You won't hear a peep out of her. You won't hear a peep until dun, 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 dun. 
until shit hits the fan, and she gonna pull out. She gonna read your ass a book. She gonna be like, and I got screenshots of this conversation. And when we went to Barbados, and when I got pregnant and I lost the baby, he kicked me. And then when I made them eggs and bacon, he yelled at me. And then he emotionally abused and manipulated me. And then the last 10 years, he used to cheat on me 50, 11 times. And then I caught all the text messages on his iPad. I never told him. And I caught all 50,000 of them. I got them screenshotted. And I got the receipt the last time we bought furniture. And the la- <laughs> That's her right there. This one right here. This one. <laughs> yep. Yep. And one night I wanted Chipotle and he said, take that Taco Bell beach. All right. And then one time he left me, he left my luggage and left me stranded at the Raiders game. Then I told him, saw him talking to this woman and exchanged numbers. And then he impregnated her. And then I kept the secret for him. I never told his mama that he hated her. He hates black women. He told me every night. <laughs> this one right here, though. No, that's one right there. She gonna give you death by a thousand cuts. She gonna wait for your ass. Wait. <laughs> anyway, yo, let me get to these super chats. That's how I deal with them, man. So you gotta figure out what poison you want. What poison? Yeah. Oh, pillow talking. He extorted. He extorted ten thousand dollars from his company, and he used his company credit card. And he started a side business. He hadn't paid taxes in 15 years. He pay, got paid under the table. I used to be his secretary and his lover. He never paid me any money, so he owes me for that. I paid off his student loan debt and his child support, kept him out of jail. He sold 511 drugs. He used to be a drug dealer, and then he washed that money. He laundered that money and started his business. I helped him do it, but I want... I want diplomatic immunity. Mm. (laughs) Yep, he ran a crime operation for R. Kelly. Mm. (laughs) He a metaphile. He always tries to refer to me as a young looking woman with little feet. And that means he likes teenagers. I got that confirmed. She be tearing your ass up. You be sitting there like, oh, my Lord, have mercy. I'm going to jail for 50, 11 years. <laughs> he a pervert. I took him. He took my. He took me to Thailand, and he sent me off to the side while he got yum yum from young looking girls. They barely had no fat on their body. He told me, "Don't tell nobody." <laughs> he was a former gang member, and he allegedly deleted somebody in the drive-by shooting to get his gang initiation. It's an open case. She will tear your ass up, just so you know. <laughs> All right, uh, let me go back. Let me let, let's get to these super chats. <laughs> oh, shit. Be careful out there when you picking. Mr. DG, biological father, might have unleashed a false allegation story against the stepdad in an attempt to gain custody of the kids, Mr. DG. Hmm. So you said the biological father might have unleashed a false alligator story against the stepdad to, get, to gain custody. That 
we haven't talked about. Could there be a custodial dispute between the two cup the the couple, the previous couple? There could be a custody dispute. Brown 310, don't date single ex-exes, fool, or single mothers. He says the risk is not worth it. Had a gordita drag my name through the court of public opinion after I cut off the support. And you guys know what's coming. You guys know what's coming. The, the worst thing about relationships is 99% of them end. What happens when your relationship ends? Most of it, you don't know. You just don't know. I've had relationships in or even hookups in and nothing happened. The person went their own way. You ne I never heard from them. But there is that. All it takes is one time. You get one bad one and it cuts the relationship. You screw. There's no calling it back. So this guy got it and you're going to get drug. And guys, there's no stopping them. I mean, you used to be able to stop them, but you can't do that no more. Ty says Elon might gave might give uh, creators a way out of the YouTube nightmare. Yeah, if he pushes to longer form content on Twitter, I think that would. Oh, by the way, are we still over on Rumble? Anybody else watching me? They gone. Oh, we got 16 people watching me. But yeah, if he turns because that is a they are a legitimate player and they have he has the money to be able to throw that way. If he does like Rumble doesn't have the money yet. They're pushing for it and they want it. And they're, they want content creators. And if you're a content creator going over there. But um, Twitter would easily kind of make an instant competitor. Somebody said they're already doing it. Lord Flash, Tay Diggs is playing stepdaddy to Amarion's baby mother. Yes, he is. And he's loving it. He says, but being in shape helps with the cheek clapping. Well, I'm not all the way out of shape. All right. But I'm just not going back to gunner days. You know what I mean? I'm not going back to rip, ripped up and shredded. And I ain't going back to that. Two workouts a day. Mm -mm. I'm not doing that no more. I just, I don't have the ambitions to do it. But anyway, let's see here. And I'm naturally can get into shape really quickly. So I do have that going against me. Hey guys, if you're one of those guys that genetically can get in shape really quickly, that's a bad thing. Don't think that's a good thing. I know people are like, you know, because I'll do I'll do two weeks and I'll be in good shape pretty fast, like just looking in good shape, right? I'll just go out, run, do some jump rope. I'll be press a couple of weights, do some push-ups. I'm back in shape that fast. And uh, the sad part about that is you delay getting in shape really quickly. <laughs> You'd be like, eh, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll get back in shape really quickly. And plus, yeah, muscle memory, because I've been an athlete all my life. Plus, I'm already kind of broad. Like if sideways, I'm broad. Like I'm kind of got barrel, big shoulders already, traps, right? So I'm already broad. If I start pushing a lot of heavy weight, I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to look like I'm putting muscle on top of, it's kind of like when short women get fat. It's kind of like when short women get fat. Like they don't have enough height to distribute so they just go out sideways i just move out sideways like this <laughs> so i just look like then i look like god dang like you putting on too much damn muscle and i'm like i really ain't lifting that much just so you know but i go i go out sideways i don't go like my neck doesn't get any longer my neck stays short It just looks bad. It just all goes to one area. I'll, hold on for a second. What the hell going on here? 
So, so for people who don't know, I'm going to have to throw this up here, pause. But th this was me. This was me uh, 10 years ago, <laughs> right? Look, I already got the pictures. I ain't never going back to that. I ain't never going back, all right? I did it. And then I got to shave my body hair all the time and, and get, no, nah, man, just the posing pictures and shit. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was me. And that's you. I don't think I want that no more. <laughs> Somebody says, where's the beard at? That was me 10 years ago without the beard. I had the little Tay Diggs chin strap. So, look. That's what that's what I used to look like. <laughs> of course, it's with filters and shit like that. But like. Anyway, I'm good. I'm good. I look a little bit like that now. You know what I mean? I got a little bit. <laughs> But I got the pictures. I'm not going back to that shit. And so that's when my personal trainer days. When I used to go home at noon and smash people's girl. <laughs> it was bad. All right. Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to see something real quick. If there's any other pictures on there. Are there any other pictures on there? Yeah, there's some other ones. I might not be able to show y'all. This is a. Uh, let me see here. This would be me here. I never had a big chest, but uh, that that was me too right there. Me too. Me also. So that was me leaner and more ripped. My, I could never get my trip. I was never had a big chest, but it was just went to my arms, shoulders, and neck, right? There's my long neck. That's me before the beard. That was the liver king. I wasn't using steroids either. That was the liver king days. Uh, let me see. That was me at 30. That was me at 36, 37, 36, 37, roughly around that age group right there. Let's see if there's another one. Mm, ah, that's it. There's some other ones, but let me see if this one right here. I wasn't too bad here. I wasn't working out a lot, but yeah. That's me right there. So, again, I'll pass. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he says, now you old. I'm old now. I'm good. I'm good. I had them days, bro. Anyway, I had them days. I got the pictures. I ain't going back. I don't know if I'll ever go back to them days. But uh, anyway. I used to be swole the hell up, man. I used to be swole. I only ate liver and chicken and all that stuff. Liver and chicken. I was an old. Hey, you know what? By the way. Oh, you know what? You know what? One more thing. You know what? I was so broke. I was so broke during them days, bro. I can't even tell you how broke I was. Do you want to hear this? I was so broke during those days. Super broke. That was the other thing about men in shape. One thing that you don't know about men in shape, they're broke unless they got an online business where they selling supplements. Most of them dudes be broke. I trust me. I've been in the gyms. I was in there pump, pump, pumping weight and all of that shit. Them dudes was broke. Some of the best dudes that are in shape broke as a joke, broke as a stupid ass joke. And they dealing with women that's paying their child support off. Oh man, it's, it was a wreck. It was a wreck. The dudes that's in the best shape broke. <laughs> Unless they got protein shake business, online training, and all that shit. Trust me. 
it, it's a it's not a 100% fact, but it's a damn near close. Why? Because they got all this time to do double workouts and shit. They be in the gym all day, pumping weight. <laughs> and they so broke, they so lean because they can't eat no food. They broke. I was super, in my best shape, I was super broke. I, it ain't even funny how broke I was. <laughs> it was like, goddamn. Anyway. This is not an absolute, but it's it's true. And then once you start making some money, you be like, oh, no second workout today. No work. Oh, I'll work out three times a week. <laughs> but you might have a fat girl making you breakfast. And also, one, one other point, you'll have plenty of women. Like, again, people always thought that I wasn't getting women. Like, that was never the problem. I was a personal trainer in Southern California. The problem wasn't getting women. It was dealing with women that I was just found, like, daunting, like, this is stupid. But you know how many women, subpar women, was just ready to come and cook me and wanted to just wake up with me every day? And women that were coming off of work and going from lunch breaks, coming over to see me? Because um, one thing would happen is during a personal trainer works a barbell schedule. So they work. We I work early in the morning to about 11. So 5 in the morning to 11. And then 11 to Two or three will be wide open. And then we be back in the gym four to seven. That's where you made your mistake from 11 to three was that mistake. All right. Because that's when women will be like, oh, you, you got you got afternoon off. And then they will come from work, g g working class women. People that wanted to be your clients, people that would try to get you to, oh, I want to get work, uh, work with you as a personal trainer. I want to hire you. And they just want to screw you. So muscle helps. Absolutely. If you're in personal training, it helps because your day is open right in the middle. And trust me, women do dirt during the afternoon. Trust me. Women do dirt during the afternoon when you do not see them. When they if they live with their parents, they will come during their lunch break. If they have a husband, boyfriend, they will come through their lunch break. You will not track their ass. I've seen it. This is why I know so much. People think I'm sitting here and I was just unsuccessful dating. Come on, man. I was in the best shape of my life in Newport Beach, California. One of the few black men there. And I was a personal trainer and I was in good shape and I was divorced. I was single as hell in, in 2012. Plup, come on, man. For those goofy dating coaches, I want to see y'all's pictures. I want to see y'all's pictures during this time. Everybody's like, you just ain't had no game. You just couldn't get women. Dude, if I pull receipts, it will be sad day for y'all. And I never want to show that part of my life because it's not what it was about. I don't never want to glorify that part because there's a lot of pain there. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, it ain't what it's cracked up to be. You know, people talk about spinning plates. They ain't spun a goddamn thing. Trust me, not compared to me. Don't let me pull no damn receipt. It, it was a headache. It was bullshit. It was dealing with bullshit all the time. It was dealing with uh weak conversation. It, it was bullshit. So it ain't what it's cracked up to be. I know people think that's the end all be all. And as a man, it would be like me as a man, if I was super duper wealthy to come back to you guys and say, you know, money ain't the answer. And I will become what somewhat right. It's not the answer. However, it's good to have it. But chasing women and getting women. Meaning uh, um, there's only so many attractive women. There's only so many attractive women. And it's still even when you're in good shape, you're still dealing with men who have money and could be in good shape, and or they just have money. The muscles are nice. Most people, and I'm going to tell you this, most people, um, most people that have, they're in shape, 
they're still somewhat not seen. They're still somewhat, they still, women keep them under wraps. And this is a hard conversation to have with a lot of men. You can have all the muscle in the world, but if you broke and got muscle, you just a, you just a, you just a pipe to, to women. And I know people will be like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. But after a while, when you're chasing, you know, highly attractive women and, you know, in a great area, you're still getting put off to the side by a lot of women. And if you're, you know, if you're caught up in the emotions and the feeling and trying to learn your position and you thinking, oh, I'm going to just show my muscles off. I'm going to show you all another picture. Show you all another picture. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Where did, where did I see this picture, by the way? I saw it somewhere and I was like, I forgot about that picture. Um, It's somewhat one of those things that you it happens to you. You'd be like, damn, you know, you're still in the struggle zone. It ain't all perfect. It ain't all per perfect. Somebody says, I don't mind being a pipe. Yeah. Hey, everything gets old. <laughs> everything gets old. There's no, there's no spot that you would just be like, I'm just comfortable here. Let me see something here. I just saw this picture and I was like, oh, I forgot about that picture. I wonder if it's in my favorites. So people don't be like, coach, then was a Tyrone. He was a pookie. No. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I was somewhat of an intellectual, muscular guy, which sometimes people get into that type of stuff, too. I wonder where that picture is. Oh, here it is. Look, I wonder where I wonder how I can pull that picture up. So that's me right there at a pool party in Newport. Trying to hang out. The dude right there is a boxer. He's a boxer. But everywhere I went in Newport, like I was, I always told you that I was recognizable. People knew who I was. I was known around the circles. I've been there for five or six years. People knew me. People stopped and they was like, hey, 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 hey. Even, you know, my kids went to the school and all that. And I had become a pretty big trainer in the area. I was known in a lot of circles. So people would come and they'd be like, he says, showing teeth. Ninjas always got to show their teeth. So, yeah, people knew who I was. And they would be like, hey, that's the guy, the trainer guy. He trains X, Y, and Z and all that stuff. But anyway, I ain't trying to bra brag or nothing like that. But I'm telling you, I've been in shape, and I don't think that's a part of the, that's not a part of the recipe. He said I was the token. Brunt Bunta says, oh, wait a minute. Bunta says coach was looking like J Diggs back in the day. He was looking like a bag of J Diggs. All right. Where are we at here? Uh, Laura Flash says, uh, but being in shape helps with clapping the cheeks. The dictator says, coach, she's not black. Just because of her name, coach, your mama black. You still my favorite African-American over here. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? All right. Shout out to Bob says, coach, we find, he says, coach, we find the lost brother, Tay Diggs. All right. Yeah, dude. I actually started hearing that back when he first came out and this older white woman who she was older to me then. I think I was like 18 or 19 when that movie came out. And um, this older white woman, she probably was like 26, 27. And she bumped it to me. She was like, you look like the dude. And Stella got a, of course, I went over there and smashed. <laughs> right. I went over to her. She lived with her mama. It was a mess. But she wanted her groove back. She was like, I feel like I'm the woman and Stella got her groove back. 
that was back when I was 18 or 19. She was like, to me, she was old as hell. I was like, I didn't, I wasn't dealing with women that old. So, all right. But uh, that's what she said back then when the movie came out. And of course I was fresh faced. JC says, you said everything I felt about those three women. I was annoyed just looking at them. Also, you have you and I have the same build. My arms get huge quick. It's barbecue in there. Yep. It's barbecue in there. Yeah, no matter most of the movements that I do go right to my triceps. <laughs> All right. So I always have to adapt. Even when I adapt the workout, triceps first. Everything. Bench press, which is a tricep movie. Pull-ups, tricep moving, but you have to do your pushing movements. Biceps do all right. Triceps get majorly big. So I'd be like, damn. So I have to be really specific about areas that I target. All right, let me make sure I got these brothers over here. Because triceps getting it first, traps and shoulders getting it next. Um, Have to be very specific. And I have to take time with my workouts. That's why I'm always, it's a daunting task. Okay, we got everybody on Cash App. Thank you, brothers, for that support. Let me see here. Uh, let's see here. What do we got here? I got I got Jefferson on Venmo. Everybody got love. And then last one. Last one is uh where are we at here? We got one more on PayPal, and then I'll get them. It's barbecue in there. Shout out to he says, hey coach, cover. Oh, I already did. All right. I think you're just showing up late. He says, cover Chris Christensen's self-deletion after false allegation ruined his life. Here's a couple of bucks for uh, coffee for Starbucks for the next junior college free agent for life. So I just covered that already. So you're late to the show. No big deal. All right. You can run it back. And I covered that. All right. So anyway, appreciate y'all for being here. We're going to be back in here. What's tomorrow? Tuesday? In the building. Shout out to the coach gang. Enjoy your night. And uh, no hogging tonight and no hogging the girls. All right, we out. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.